All right, Grandpa returns to There Will Be Bourbon. It's been a few years. How you doing, brother? Making it. Uh, as always, the nice discussion will be fueled by America's Native Spirit, something I stumbled upon very recently. It's called uh, Kentucky Par, an old label brought back from the, uh, I guess, the forgotten land. Uh, disappeared post-World War II, uh, brought back. And it's a 12-year-old bourbon. It's 100 proof. It's tasty. And I know Grandpa doesn't drink it, but I think last mm. time you mentioned you've tried the non-alcoholic bourbons, right? I have the raw. Well, they're just not good. Yeah. I didn't, that's right. They're so bad. Like the non-alcoholic beers have come a long way. And so yeah. They're tasty. I actually have two of those here. There you go. Um, yeah, on reserve. But uh, yeah, the non-alcoholic spirits, if there is such a thing, are <laughs> terrible. You can buy, uh, I will say, the Ritual Tequila is pretty okay. good. Because the, the way that they, people don't know this, the way that they try to give it that like Bernie bite that alcohol yeah. has, they, yeah, put, yeah. they put like black pepper and Ooh. capsaicin and stuff in it. And so yeah. if you mix, if you mix it with like Coke, it tastes like shit, right? <laughs> so like, so like you try to make like a bourbon and Coke or something yeah. like with this fake stuff. It's like, it tastes like somebody just dumped like a shaker full of black pepper in your Coke. It's not good. Um, but the ritual tequila, if you think about it, tequila, lime juice, margaritas, a lot of times yeah. you kind of spice them up anyway. So it's not so bad. Okay. So I can I can almost have a margarita. Almost. Almost. But that's as close as I get. The rest of them are just like, I don't know, flavored soda waters. Yeah. Um, I may have said this the last time, but even if I didn't, because my dad just told me he bought some new non-alcoholic thing. He's, he's cut back on alcohol in his advancing age, but... I remember like in the 80s, well, no, it was the 90s because he was uh, he was still doing like for fun. He'd do bodybuilding competitions, so he cut out beer. And this is when Old Duels came out. Yeah. I remember Old Duels, and it's just like the most disgusting thing ever. And it's still around. Like it's like it what makes it is just like, ah, I think Coors makes it maybe. They're just like, yeah, whatever. We'll just write it off as a just. <laughs> it's got to be like a write-off. Yeah, I don't know if anybody enjoys it. Like Old Duels is really bad. I feel like all of the old school NA beers are bad. But like I've got a Stella and a Coors here, and both of them are delicious. I've had I did try the 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 Stella. I think Brink had it when we were together once many moons ago. Mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Or no, never mind. It was the Heineken. The Heineken was pretty good. I don't like the Heineken. Of course, no. I don't like Heineken anyway. I feel like I Heineken just tastes like it tastes like skunk beer. Yeah, it tastes like, like this. By, by right. the yeah, by the time it crosses the Atlantic, it tastes like shit. So it might actually be the same beer. It could be. <laughs> it's not yeah. like this. That's why I love, uh, not to get too deep into like the beer talk, but that's why I love the Amstel Light all the time because it's only got like two and a half percent alcohol in it anyway. Yeah, so, Amstel's easy, man. Yeah, I feel like I could probably drink it. Yeah, you just hydrate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like a it's like a beer flavored sparkle water. Yeah, Joel Gaines <laughs> would love it. Joel would love it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're <laughs> definitely going to get all of your uh, hydration needs covered yeah. by Amstel. So I, I know what we talked about last time, completely different from this time. The reason I kind of wanted to talk to you a little bit more, uh, a few of the your stuff that you've recently said on the old X app, but yeah. I don't wanted to get your take on a few things that have happened recently because it's just, why not? Um, why not? Let's see how many more enemies I can make? Let's do it. No, it's just like, because I kind of wanted to see, I, I, I don't know, like I, I felt like it was kind of a weird thing to observe anyway, but just kind of to see the reaction that's kind of happened post that, especially from our betters, you know, but mm -hmm. okay. 
what 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 was your take on the uh the human marshmallow you know i've been doing this thing for like the last year and a half where i'm trying to not be like myself you know yeah. it's been really tough actually so like in his case and many others recently like i'm trying to have compassion for these people especially for this one because like i don't know nobody lights themselves on fire it's got it's it not, all together it's not a normal thing you know right? and i think to like when i was joining the army and other people i know that have joined and like how i've seen things have gone for us since yeah and so like i you know i a lot of kids join i think like there's mental illness you know problems with the family i read a thing today too where like his folks are uh, i think they're like midwesterners bible thumper christians you know what i mean like just right. salt of the earth sounding people yeah, like right. his mother apparently was like putting in a prayer request at like the the church you know like asking that people pray for her son and her son's soul and all that and yeah i think that that poor kid i mean i think he was just mentally ill like oh you know too many people that join the military hoping that like they can get out of it or whatever and um yeah he fell in with a bad crowd like he fell in with a bunch of what it sock dims or dim socks or whatever the fuck they are um they filled his head full of bullshit and they made him feel bad about himself and what he did for a living you know like he, he looked like he was an it guy in the air force I yeah. mean, that's a, yeah. a brilliant start to a career when you're a young man like you're learning a trade you've got a guaranteed job for however many number of years and yeah man they poisoned him against it they made him think that he had a you know he had some role in some genocide or some shit and he killed himself in a terrible way like it was yeah. awful i mean but it was funny so <laughs> a lot of people like memed on that shit like, because I mean, it like before you found out he was crazy, it was a lot funnier. I feel like now it's not so funny. Like now I just feel really bad about the kid, but um, I, haven't, I haven't seen as much. The only thing that really rubbed me the wrong way was, and it was, it wasn't like, oh, well, after a few days of considering, we've decided to do this. Like as soon as I saw that story, like first there was the picture, right? And then shortly after the whole video and it was posted with the caption that, I've got permission from the family to post this. So to me as a parent, I think the, no if my if my kid ever did something this extreme, there's no fucking way I would ever say, yeah, hey, I'm glad they recorded it. Make yeah, sure please show it to everyone. That. That's a good idea. Yes. Let's do that. And that yeah, doesn't I don't really think align with what you're saying about her mom or his mom in the church. Like that's and, that doesn't and, and don't quote me. I mean, look, yeah, no, I don't I'm trust not. anything on social media, but it yeah. did, it did. <laughs> Like there was something about it that like did resonate because it's like so many people I know of that age of this young man that he died at, um, you know, like they rebel kind of against their parents. Right. Right. Like, and, yeah. and it kind of jived with me that like, you know, his, cause in the message, apparently like his mom was like, even like, you know, we pray for Israel or something. And like, you know, that well, set that's a whole nother group of idiots seething, but um but yeah, I don't, I mean, I make everybody mad because I just don't, I have a lot of relativism when it comes to like that part of the world. Yeah. For the most part, like I just don't really see any side as being awesome, but you know, if you're going to judge, if you're going to judge some, some of the folks over there, I would say that like the Israelis are as close to an ally in that region as we're going to ever get. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, they're just going to have to handle some business right now. And I think we just need to keep our heads down. Like, 
don't know. Well, I go back to the point where you said it's like a mental illness thing. And I just, this is what's kind of odd to me is because, you know, I'm out of that world now, but I saw once we shifted some things during the, like the medical version of the enlistment process, like they're catching way more. And that's leading to a lot of this, like automatic disqualifiers. Yeah. And this guy made it through. So it's, I don't know. It's kind of weird to me because He's also not being, at least as much as I've seen recently, you know, because we had this huge thing um, about extremism in the ranks and we have to do a stand down and, and talk about all that. And yet the spokesperson that came out, I can't remember if it was from the Air Force or if it was just a DOD specific spokesperson was kind of refused to even acknowledge that that her, that this person was an extremist. It's just a, it's a tragedy. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah, like okay. Yeah, well, I mean, he's like literally lighting himself on fire to like bringing a political message. Isn't yeah, that... I don't know. I'm somewhat extreme, I'd say. I like, maybe. Like, I don't know. I... I can see where I can see where people these days don't think that lighting yourself on fire is extreme, but I still count it. <laughs> and then I saw earlier today, you got you got like these veterans now, and they're. I guess, yeah, I don't know if they're at the exact location where this took place, but now they're they're there lighting their uniforms on fire and joining the protest. It's like they don't want to push on, I guess, and do the same thing. But, yeah. but yeah, I'm just curious if any of them are, you know, if any of those veterans are actually um, disabled or receiving any sort of benefits if they give those up to. I don't know. They like cashing the checks. Yeah, I doubt it. I'll bet they like the checks. Probably. checks are nice most of them do most of them do that like i remember i mean that's what caused like my like a little flare up with that shane hustle guy remember him no the libertarian dude was it? Yeah, yeah yeah like i think he still like runs for office occasionally oh, nice. i don't know i haven't checked it out of it in a while but <laughs> yeah i mean that's what like really started like our little kerfuffle was um that kid that burned his uniforms, like he was saying that he was in a murder cult and all that. And <laughs> you the rest was history. Line. Look what you did. The rest was history. Started yeah, but, but I mean, like they burn their uniforms and show all the time. I don't know. I mean, I actually think most forms of protests are kind of useless. Like, I, I think that like, I don't know. Well, at this point, since they all instantly get turned into a meme. Like, did you see like immediately there's like someone with this meme about the Air Force, ignite your career. That's showing something. Yeah, like everything, everything can be instantly into, becomes like, a meme. Like everything. Right, like, yeah. just, well, in in like a cringy meme too, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's not a good time. I can say that. <laughs> it's got to end though, right? Don't you think? Like, because I, I know, like we've grabbed. Yeah ramped up pretty heavily with the social like with the popular with like kind of the proliferation of all these social media accounts especially tiktok mm -hmm. twitter x whatever like at some yeah, everything it's gotta kind of everything ends right huh. although i don't know we're implanting chips into each other's brains now so who knows what the next i'd get a chip put in my brain too would you do, do that? that you'd do yeah, it do that. yeah i'm an early adopter man i got like i got all the new shit i'll put a i'll put a chip in my brain I don't I don't think that it'll be like people say. Like I don't think I don't it's know. cyberpunk. We'll out. Like that's where we're at. I mean, why would you not put a chip in your brain? That's what I'm saying. Like I like I mean, like right now, I like, like I can prove hair. it. Um you wanna see like Alexa, Kool-Aid, please. See if it doesn't. 
I won't do it. Alexa, stop. We'll have to do it later. But like, yeah, man, I, I do all that. Like, I got that bitch spying on me all day too. Like, I don't care. Like, what's gonna happen? Like, get a Neuralink chip. Like, then I can control the lights in here with my mind. I don't have to say shit out loud. Isn't that kind of just well, like the evolution of the clapper? Clap it off. is. Hundred percent. Clap off. I kind of yeah. like the idea of that. Why don't we just stick with clapping for things? It's like Morse code. Could. Yeah, like uh, Alexa, all lights off. Let's see if she does it. <laughs> see this, Alexa? Let's work late. Now, now my lights aren't going to come fuck back on. Alexa, <laughs> let's work late. Oh yeah, this is not. All good. right, so Hold the on. lights will be on tomorrow morning <laughs> <laughs> when Grandpa wakes up. <laughs> that, that to me is kind of like. Our, I, I'm not I, supposed to do this. Hmm? Well, I don't know. Uh-oh. What? You're not supposed to do... Oh, you said you're not supposed to do this, and then you threw your... your well, no, I mean, like, the Alexa and all the lights, like, they all... The, the joke always is, like, if you're an information security professional, like, your house is, like, nothing but, like, deadbolts and... That's what I was just You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You're not, you're yeah. not concerned with that, huh? No. I mean, yeah, I'm concerned about it, but, like, what do you... I just don't think that, like, if you're going to keep, I don't think you're going to keep anybody out anyway, you know? Like, no. what threat model are you using is my first question always. Like, if if you're really worried about the government spying on you, removing Alexa devices is probably not going to be enough. You know what I mean? Like, they're I, probably going to take a further step to surveil you than, like, just be like, ah, oh, you know, we were really going to stop this terrorist syndicate, but... They didn't put any Alexas in their houses, so we don't know what they're saying. You know what I mean? Like, like it's it's always that argument. Like they're spying on me, and I'm like, if they're spying on you, you're fucked anyway. Like, and you'll I mean, know it. Probably. Yeah, I mean, they probably are, right? Because everything's in our phone at this point. Like, yeah. yeah, if you if you hang out with yeah, the thing I always say is, if you're hanging out with someone stupid, yes, they're spying on you. If you've said something stupid, probably spying on you. Like if you've threatened a, yeah, a politician or, you know, like you talk too much about the tree of liberty being watered and shit. Yeah. You've probably <laughs> fucked up. Like, and I mean, and I know what's going to happen next is like 15 people are going to come to me on Twitter and be like, it's my God given right to say that. And I would agree with them. It still won't change the fact that now you're going to be fucking spied on dickhead. Like <laughs> I didn't cause that. I'm just reporting the news. I, just a, the news. Yeah, I'm not a participant in this fact. It's just a fact. Um, so yeah, it's you've seen it too. Like a lot of our folks, like they've caught visits from feds and shit every time. It's like because they said something fucking stupid, or they're in some chat group that said something fucking stupid. Yeah, every time. Yeah, put, put a sticker on the Capitol buildings. Right. Yeah, that was brilliant. Like that didn't cause any drama for anybody at all. <laughs> like four people got fired. Like fucking, like three investigable like investigations. A lot of wasted money. Like we're always bitching about like tax dollars being wasted, and then we're just wasting all the FBI's money <laughs> investigating our stupid asses. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about that? Because that's a good kind of. I mean, it's not where I wanted to immediately go, but it is kind of the institution factor. I don't know how you were when you were growing up, but I just remember growing up like like the FBI, like all these three letter agencies, not so much the ATF. I never really understood that one just from a, mm. like once I realized what it stood for. Right. But like, like the FBI was always to me growing up, especially with my dad kind of being in law enforcement. It was just like, wow, the FBI, like 
those guys are the like the, the le- most legit like they're super awesome yeah, man. soft serial killers and all this stuff and now right. they just become again the, the keep using the word but now they're a meme of themselves of what they used to be and yeah is that do you think that's like a legit thing or is this just we just don't have any faith in anything at this point i don't have any faith in anything at this point yeah it's kind of what i it's I mean, I honestly, I bet that the FBI, for the most part, probably still functions well and does its job for the most part. You know, yeah. The problem though is, is that like there's enough of them in places to affect things that I don't want to affect, and they do. You know, like I don't want. It's like the CIA. Like I've, I've had this conversation, I think, with the cowboy before, where. Um, <laughs> You know, he was like, fucking get rid of the CIA. And I was like, "Ah," you know, like you kind of do need a CIA, right? I think so. I think I think if you're going to keep an empire, even in its decline, small, even I was like, yeah, even in its decline, like small E empire, you know, like we're not you'd still need something like it's like something like a CIA, maybe not like the full cia but like a cia i think we need a better cia for sure better fbi better government all the way around actually i'll just go that far like we could just we could do better but i don't i don't think we could do without it anymore i used to do that libertarian like thing where oh we're gonna get rid of everything and then i was like get rid of everything and it's fucking chaos i think do you think that's where it's headed though at some point Probably not in our lifetimes, but Degrees my of it. theory. My, my theory is that I think we're just too large, and the people that are in power are just too removed from everyone else outside of like the little what do they call it, like the whole the DMV area, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. because, and I know we'll get into this at some point, but it's I think back to the original Civil War, the first one. Okay. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Right. People out in fucking California, like just trying to make it out west. Do you think they had any fucking idea what was going on back in the actual states that were fighting this until they got like a newspaper four months later? Like they're just yeah, they're not dealing with this shit. shit. And it's almost like I don't think you know, a lot of our problems are just the fact that most people to the west of this little tiny area that controls everything just don't care. They just care if like. Did I get home in time to watch my fucking Netflix? Ass, like Jeopardy's on at seven, right? Whatever. Like, like you know, I, I got the party at nine. Like, just everyone's just so self-absorbed in what they are, like their own shit. Like they're not good. super good, worried though. about all that other stuff. I don't know, man. I don't know if worrying about it does anything though, right? Like what I've worried, I've this. Twitter, I think, is like a really interesting place because you can always tell who's on Twitter by like how strong their political views are. Like, and what I mean, like, if you meet somebody on the outside, mm-hmm. like if you meet a regular fucking person outside of Twitter that's just regular and they start talking to you like with crazy words, like and deranged fucking political beliefs, you're almost certain they have a Twitter account. But if they're just talking to you about like last night's game and what so-and-so did at church the other day, and they're probably not on Twitter and like, who's fucking better off? 
you know, oh, like right. this shit is not healthy for people. And and we are because we're like Twitter super users or whatever. We're on it all fucking day, hitting refresh, arguing with each other. Mm-hmm. Like we have a very skewed view. Like maybe we're actually the not normal ones. Uh, that's you know, I'm comfortable with that description. Like honest. I think I think that like we're hyper obsessed with current events and politics and news and being first and all this and like honestly none of that shit really matters that's true it's the rush uh, i guess some sports dude i listen to is always saying everyone's in the, like, the rush to be first instead of right yeah denzel washington did like probably the best like ad hoc speech on this like he was on some red carpet thing and he had like this i don't know like two minutes where he was talking to a reporter and he was like it's y'all that are like that have fucked it you know and he was like, because it's all about just being first. Like, everybody's about being first, like, not about being right. And then when you're not right, you don't fix it. Like, you don't, you don't go back and say, yeah. like, oh, yeah, we were wrong. We were first, but we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you just move on to the next first thing. And it's just damage all the way along. I don't know. I agree with him. I'm like, you are a big Denzel fan, it seems. He's my favorite actor. Is he? Easily. Yeah. Easily. He's the greatest living actor. You think the greatest living act? Who would I argue with? Maybe. I mean, there's a lot of good ones though. Don't get me started. Like, but I, I think he's the greatest. I like a lot of. Well, well what do you say to someone whose critique on that would be like his range isn't very wide? It's not very good. But like, <laughs> here's what I'd say to that: is yeah, he plays the same character in every movie, <laughs> but I like that character in every movie. You know what I mean? Like, I and, he, and I honestly, I think he plays himself because in that <laughs> in that interview and in all interviews with him, he talks just like that. He acts just like that. He yeah. is like Training Day, fucking all of a man on fire. He's kind of the same dude. Even when he's a villain, he's the same as is when he's a good guy. My issue with Training Day, the more I go back and watch it, is like, so wait a minute, you pulled this off forever, and then this new dude shows up, and in one day fucks your whole world just up, blows it all up. Yeah, like. And it's Ethan Hawke of all people. Like that, that, yeah, that guy. Seem, like, Ethan yeah. Hawke. He's a fucking. He's not even Tony Hawk's son. He's just barmy. kind of a goober. <laughs> he looks like a goober. <laughs> the only guy I guess I could throw out. I mean, like, there's the usual, right? Like Cap DiCaprio and all those dudes. But, yeah, DiCaprio is really good. Like he's really him. good. Yeah. People hate I like people him hate him because he he like only fucks eighteen year olds and he's got all this money. But it's on the like, list. he's good. McConaughey's really good. McConaughey, you know? yeah, but McConaughey doesn't really. I don't think he's ever really been like. Bro, he's not like a leading him. man, kind of. You know what I mean? No, I'm saying he, is, but he doesn't do enough anymore. He's just kind of like, he's himself. Like you just said about Denzel, like he's. Yeah, oh, look, he is a little bit of himself. He is kind of the same guy. Like, too. I can't name a movie he's done since like The Wolf of Wall Street that he's been in. He he's a True act- Detective since then, didn't he? Well, he did do. He did season one, which I think was after. Yeah. Like that was great. Dude, like, that was the best. Man thing smoked ever. so many cigarettes, <laughs> like oh right, right. and deep too, and always like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was. No, like, he was smoking them. Watching, yeah, like that. Was, yeah, that yeah, was, he was I a like, smoker. I like McConaughey, but he's also kind of like a character of himself. Like he's kind of like the same dude. But the only one I would mm-hmm. argue, um, the one that just he just creeps me out is Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. He he's good at playing like. Fucking, mm-hmm. Like you believe that he's actually killed all these people? Like I think maybe I think he, so. he might have. I saw he just wrote a book, or I just saw a commercial. He's got an autobiography coming out. I guess he gave up 
or I had some scare with alcoholism like 48 years ago and it like changed his whole life. Sounds familiar. That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not 48 years ago for you, but <laughs> no, no, not quite. He's significantly older. Um, all right. What'd you think of the, did you watch the Putin interview with, with Tucker Carlson? No, just clips of it. Just clips. Just enough to try to understand the means. Like I, I try to be a Tucker fan and he'll get me for like this long and then he'll lose me again. Yeah. You know, and like the Putin thing, I was like, I don't know. Like you can, I, I tried not to talk about the Ukraine war. I definitely don't talk about it on Twitter. I'll talk to you about it if you want me to, because this is a normal conversation, but like, uh, yeah, man. I don't even, I, 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 I try to, I try to never talk about that war online because people can't. Yeah. Like you can't talk about it. Like you have to pick the side and root for it. It's the only way you can discuss that war online. And yeah, I just I don't like Putin. I don't think that like our support for that war is good. But like I just I don't know. I don't really give a fuck what Putin thinks about things. I don't know. Call me crazy. I kind of think he's a scumbag. I've read I've read about him. Like I don't know why. I I get that like America kind of sucks too right now, and I see why people want. To just go and hug somebody else, you know, and like we don't like dad anymore, and so we're gonna move out. And we're gonna fucking love Putin, but like that guy sucks. He fucking sucks. He's terrible. I don't know if you saw this part of it because I don't know if it was one of the clips that made it in, but he was talking about. I think it started with someone in first Bush, and then it kind of continued with George. Or no, it started with Clinton, and then started with George. Bush, the second one, Bush 43, where at, apparently there was a consideration of Russia joining NATO and they would build mm -hmm. a, like a worldwide missile defense system. Yeah. And it was, it, it, you know, of course, we're only getting Putin's side of it, right? Like no one else. Is, and, you mm -hmm. know, listening to that, I was like, well, holy shit, that could have really legitimately changed fucking global security forever. Like, I mean, here we are almost 50 years later. Imagine a world we where we really still need to just be like, oh, yeah, we have to permanently think Russia's our enemy after they were our ally and arguably the man campaign and tried to come in from the cold, mm -hmm. you know, like tried to nationalize and we sicked like the fucking IMF and all these like shitty people on them, forced them to loot their own country to the oligarchs. You know, I mean, we dude, we fucked it like bad like real bad on Russia. Like I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't want to cozy up to a What's that? I said, now we have bricks to deal with too. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is just not good in a totally unforced error. Like, again, we, 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 it, like we started the nineties with everything in our favor, mm -hmm. like everything in our favor. Like we had, you know, we had a, I don't know, like a Congress and a president that didn't always like have the same political parties, but still managed to like keep us somewhat proper, prosperous, you know, like, yeah, we, we, I think we balanced the budget one year. Yeah, yeah Clinton, it was balanced when he left. Like we had, like, we kind of had our act together for just a minute and yeah, like we just got greedy and I don't know. Stupid. Well, it was the nineties, so I blame grunge. Yeah. You don't grunge like grunge? And, grunge and gangster rap. 
That's what I blame. I feel like oh, you would have liked nobody growing up in it. Yeah. But now when I look back on it, I'm like, this fucking sucks. Oh, man. Oh, my I could have been a grunge star, bro. Four chords. I play four chords all the time. That shit is so fucking right. like anyone could have yeah, been yeah. Cobain. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I, um, I really liked the 90s, but I don't know what we did then. Like, I don't know what we were up to. We should have been like preparing for all this other shit instead. Um, well, I mean, it, well, now, like, we could obviously, arguably, look back. I mean, look, what, what, would, what did we spend the last twenty years doing? That's where it started. Yeah, all kind of rolled into that, and now that's kind of that's a real shitty thing to look back on, though, because it was just. I'm sure for you, as much as it was for me, like that whole experience, like, changed my entire life trajectory. Right. Yeah. Oh, like to go yeah. back and just feel like maybe you maybe you made the wrong decision or maybe you didn't, but it's just I'm rereading uh that um I think his name is like Tom Ricks or something like it's a book called Fiasco. It's mm-hmm. about the Iraq war. I Perfect. read it when I first I read it when I first got out and I got really angry and I said I'd never read it again. And now I'm reading it again. <laughs> um, Are you still and- angry? Man, yeah, more, yeah, more for different reasons, though. It's just like now it's done, you know, it wasn't over when I read it last time. And part of why it made me mad then was is like I had this thing where I was like, as long as this war is going, I'm never going to talk against it because I know what it's like to be in it, yeah, and I know what it's like when people talking shit about it, like, why I'm in it, and it sucks, like, it sucks, like, it makes me not want to be here. It makes a whole like it makes me have to argue with soldiers. Like I'm just not going to contribute to it. As long as the war is there, I'm going to support the war. As dumb as that sounds, and I know like again like Lobert's just like got out of their chair pointing at the fucking screen. But like I'm telling you guys, like I just didn't like it. It's a personal thing. You can fucking still hate the war. Um, and but once that war is over, I was like I'm fucking I'm anti-war. I'm loud and proud about it. And yeah, it's over now and I'm reading it. And, you know, my, like my best friend from the war, the army, and maybe like in my whole life, like just, um, just got out, like just retired Sergeant Major. Awesome. And, um, and yeah, he's out in the book and like, I'm just going through it and I'm like, man, we really got fucked. Like this was really shitty. Like the Iraq one. You know, I'm always kind of standing for the Iraq war online, but like, God, did we screw that up at like the strategic, operational, political levels? There were parts in there that I'd like totally forget. Yeah, man, what a fuckhead. Was like, it. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you yeah, it really. Points of failure. Man, that was literally it. Eh, you can put a little bit on Franks and some of the others, but yeah. like, I got to say that like grand fucking prize for dumbest shithead in iraq era at easily river hey we got half like especially military aged men who just left the army and they kind of want right. some help ah fuck that no no we're just gonna make them pity we're just gonna take all of their money all of their clout and leave them unemployed because they'll just sit around and not work great idea it's totally that's, yeah, just, that's hang out everything i know about live in peace Everything I know about Takriti fucking Sunnis is that they just love to sit around while you like drive by their house in your Humvee. <laughs> Big fans of that shit. <laughs> Man, imagine the funeral that guy's gonna get one day. That sucks. That yeah. sucks. Uh, yeah. 
so uh, you said anti-war and where do you come out then with this is hard to it's just I'm kind of with you on the, the from the involvement standpoint but i mean how do we end the whole ukraine russia war at you don't point? you let like that's just that's eventually gonna fucking peter out like um they'll either korea that shit right to where it'll just armistice like we're not we're not going to stop fighting, but we're going to stop shooting. We'll you know, the action over. I mean, they're either going to do that or Russia wins. Like that to me, that's the only two outcomes. Like there's no outcome where like Ukraine gets to walk away. I think they certainly don't get to keep anything. Like they don't get anything back. Yeah. So like whatever they're holding at the minute they stop fighting will be what they get. If they get anything. And again, I don't, I just don't see it ending. Like, why would it? Like the, there's a finite number of people and money in that war for Ukraine. There's not so much on the other side. What do you, you think know? it's finite for Ukraine? It doesn't seem like it. From a for, I mean, from a monetary standpoint, I would say. Well, I I don't know. I don't think that the one problem that we've got as a democratic republic for war is war weariness just works us harder. You know. And this, even though we're not in it, we're paying for it. Like, I, I even see, like, liberal-type people that are, like, what the fuck? It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Because to them, like, look, we're bitching because, you know, we're, we don't like taxes and spending on anything. Yeah. But to them, like, there's schools. There's all these things that, like, liberals want to fund. And they're like, instead, we're just giving it to shoot, you know, bullets at people. There are still some real liberals out there that like are actually oh, just I know. liberals. Yeah, no, I hundred percent agree. I, I, and, I know, I and, know yeah, and 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 I think that like yeah, and that's part of the base for like the Democrats. Like I think they're even warming up to the idea that Ukraine's not going to win. Like no amount of money gets them a win. Like period. Like there's no way they win. There's just a way they don't lose. Do you think they could win? How would they win? What would they do? No, they can't win without the actual other soldiers. Right, they need, yeah, soldiers, yeah, and like we, God, the same way we need to stay out of that shit. Right. Well, that's what and I'm we're the only ones that would contribute, so we need to stay out of it. And we don't, like, have, I just said this, like, a week or two ago, like, we don't have enough soldiers in our own fucking uniforms to protect. Um, <laughs> so, like, we're, no. we don't, we don't have the numbers anymore without playing a really bad card. And I don't feel like we have the numbers, and I don't know, things... The kids are all right. I don't want to be the guy that's like all these kids no, these days because yeah. I just I just went down to the line. Like I actually went to my old regiment, like kicked it, made fun of staff duty, like went. I mean, went through the whole thing. Like, it was fun. The kids are looking good. You know what I mean? Like order and discipline. I think it's still present, but I don't want to see these kids go over there and fuck with that no, shit. Fuck that. Like we have no interest in that. Like just so that somebody's got a. You know, so that the Republicans and the Democrats take turns money laundering in that fucking place. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I mean, but that's what, that's where, like, I still see it with some guys. And it's dudes you probably would recognize. And I won't say their name on this because, I mean, I, I get it. But, like, there's just some guys that came in too late. And, you know, they missed their chance. Just the way that the, the rotations worked. And they're like, oh, I just want to get over there. And it's like, do you realize what you're saying? Like, it's really stupid. Then just go. They it's take just, volunteers. <laughs> Yeah, like it's like, a really then just go. 
I mean, it is stupid, but you know, like I actually, I, I understand that better than I think. I won't say than anybody. I totally get it. I guess is my point. Like I joined what was obviously now like not a war of like patriotism. It wasn't really a war of like uh defense and any, you know what I mean? Like it was an offensive war to regime change somebody that we just didn't like. That was it. Like, it's pretty simple. Like you can, you can argue about other things, but that at least is what we know is certain. Like, and that's what we did. And, um, I fucking, I'm so thankful I did that. I really am. I know it's stupid. And I, I know that like a lot of people suffered for it and I don't ever want, like, I'm not saying that like their suffering was worth it so that I enjoyed it because I'm just saying that like the war didn't occur because of me, but it did occur and I did participate in it and I am thankful for the lessons I learned in it. But, and so, yeah, I get the impulse to join. I get why these kids join. I get it. Like I get why they want to go over there. When I was that age, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't even care about the reasons. Like nobody, I didn't care about what reason we were going to Iraq. It really didn't matter to me at that age. And that's what you, that's kind of how you're fucking supposed to be at that age. Honestly, I kind of admire you more if you're that way. It's the ones that are like 19 that have already like fedora tipped their way out of doing anything in their life that I'm like, fuck you, actually. Like, I would rather you go and make a bunch of dumb mistakes and live through it and be wrong about your politics and then grow up than have always figured it out since the age of 17. Like, yeah. what a fucking boring person you are. <laughs> I think it, you, you hit on something where you said it was an offensive war <clears throat> and we've been like gifted by the gods of geography to not have to do yeah. actual defensive yeah. actions. When like, I mean, never we, happened. We don't have anyone make the case for all of our constant participation in Ukraine. Like they just, they, they never actually made the case to the American people. I mean, at least they trotted out, um, God, it was Colin Powell to to sell Iraq to? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Like they 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 yeah. sent him out with all kinds of like high speed yeah. fucking straight from the task scene. That dude cashed in every integrity chip he had too, which sucks. Like he was sitting on fat stacks, and at the end of it, he's just flipping. <laughs> that guy through. was like the definition of like made it from nothing to the very top. It was like everybody ah. loved him. Everybody's mom wanted you to become him when you grew up. And by the end of it, everybody like my mom would spit when she fucking said his name. Like everybody, how picture you may have seen it since you were at Benning, but like him when he was just like a younger officer and he had like the BCGs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> how do I take <laughs> Colonel Powell seriously with these fucking giant fucking beer right. on? But yeah, like so they haven't even done that. Like it's like they're just they don't need to. Through. They don't need to. They get. Dude, they got the Democrat machine on it, you know? Like, all they like have to do is... Like, I thought they're supposed to be the... the yeah. We're anti-war. We don't want to do war. Genuine. Like, that was never genuine. Like, yeah, that was just politics. Like, that was... A, the best thing about being a Democrat is you don't actually have to fucking have principles. Like, it's got to be fun. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know that they're just sitting around like, bro, yes, we just said that last week. And, of course, we're contradicting ourselves, but fuck them. You know, and we're over here just like I don't understand. Like they're not playing by the rules. Like fuck the rules, just win, basically. Is that what kind of a sign? And I'm yeah, like I make up whatever story about how noble you were when you win. Like that's what everybody else does. 
Like, right? Like, everybody else just fucking kicks the shit out of the other guy and then is like, rewrites the book. You know, oh, I offered a chance and, you know, he turned us down and, uh, you know, the let's rewrite the story at the end. Make yourself a good guy. I don't give a fuck. Just as long as you win, that's how you do it. Like, um, it's written by the winner, sort of thing. It, it, I, it is. There's losers books out there, I'm sure. There's no reason. No one gives a shit. You know what I mean? Like you're a fucking loser, bro. Like you all you did, all you did was yeah, all you did was write a book. You didn't win and write a book. You just wrote a book. <laughs> like, I'm not of all, like the, I think I don't know if it was you or whatever that like <laughs> it's just someone who's it, it may have been when I guess uh that what's the book? The fucking book on the Native American Summer Moon or whatever the hell it's called. Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon. No, that was a movie. Oh, was it? The the oh, the, you're, oh you're talking about the Empire Comanche of the, one? The yeah, Empire yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. It's Empire like, of the Summer Moon. Yeah, Empire of the Summer. It's like it's like who cares? Fight harder. You lost. Like it's not stolen land. It's there's no it's such conquered. Thing. <laughs> conquered exactly. Yeah. You lost. Right. You lost very. It is like it is like kind yourselves of, for a very long time. Yeah. So, those motherfuckers. You I mean, lost a communicable disease mostly too. Like. Yeah. The fuck yeah i mean look i'm i'm jerky uh i have very complex thoughts about other native american tribes that used to fucking kill my people yeah and civil war and all kinds of shit like yeah it's um mm-hmm. it's fucking complicated but in the end like the winner gets to kind of determine how shit gets told and yeah like russia's gonna win that war you know like at this current pace, liberals are going to win one here. You know, <laughs> it's fucking how it's going to be. Like somebody with pink hair no, and no. X's in their pronouns is going to fucking, you know, be, be mowing the grass in the fucking cemetery that you and I sit in. When, when, when does that end? Do you think? Do you think that's that ever? Like we can't keep. I do think that so, shit ends. Like there's yeah, kind of the pendulum, right? Like it always. That's what they say. That's what I hear that. It's usually the yeah, winner who says it's this. Right? Like, someone's going to start winning again. Checks in the mail, man. Checks in the mail. It'll be <laughs> pigeons will be swimming, swinging right any minute now. Just wait. Oh, I don't know. I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm fucking ready. Like every day, I'm like I am more and more reactionary. It's getting pretty fucking scary. But that's that. Uh, that's a good point. I, I don't like the whole state of reaction all the time. Yeah. You know? huh. Like. I want to go uh, back to being one of those people off of Twitter. Yeah. All right. Now let me let me let, let me just transition here because Okay. You're gonna transition. Yeah. You're gonna put some X's hey, in your pronouns. So real quick, we're gonna have a commercial break. All right, we're back. Um <laughs> so you wrote or you, you you at least posted a series of things that I <clears throat> I really like they, they're just they're very I think I may have said this to you before. I think you say a lot of the things that I think, but I just don't know how to somehow put them into those words on the fucking X at this point. You honor me. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm, like I, I catch myself reading it. Like same with Lafayette Lee. Like I'm like the two of you guys are always saying shit that I think, but I don't. Kim, I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? But okay. yeah, you say some good stuff. You know, you're just, you know, you're, 
you're you're way more measured than I am. And maybe it's because you drink non-alcoholic beer. And I sometimes get a little quick with the fingers because you know your your stuff's a little heavy. Exactly. (laughs) And I just, you know, I I sometimes can be a little quick, quick on the trigger there. Um now I will say, like off of that application, I'm way more of a measured person. You know, I've Mm -hmm. fairly well for myself by not being that person sometimes, but It's kind of like what you said to start this conversation. I'm trying not to be myself from a year and a half ago or whatever. That's right. um, But anyway, you said something because unfortunately it's at least in the the side of this app that we engage in, like a lot of people have really twisted fantasies of stuff that they're going to be like, you know, the next great hero of the civil and lead everyone out. Yeah, I'm a nobody in this world where everything is easy, but in this world where everything will be a hundred times harder, I'm going to be fucking amazing. This, this is what I was meant for, right? Yeah, this sure. Is, this is yeah, yeah. It makes total really sense. Right. Yeah. So, um, you said if we're really in prepping hot take territory, then here's oh, one. No. This is what I like. Oh, yeah. For most of you, it's pointless. No amount of money or training is going to help you develop the attitude necessary. Just buy more consumer retail products and drink beer. Enjoy while it lasts. And you follow that that. up with, many of y'all can't consume the daily political news and keep your shit together. The personal suffering and moral dilemma of a shit hits the fan situation is going to grind you out. Some cursory training, bullets in a can, a dusty rifle, and a few seed packets ain't going to mitigate this. I like the seed packets because I always hear these prepper commercials where it's like, hey, you yeah, throw yeah. in a, get your Patriot pack of MREs and you get sure. a, a pack of heirloom yeah, yeah. seeds for your You're going to, you're going to fucking, you're going to, you're going to like plow and till and plant and like harvest all the while that you're pulling security on it. And I guess doing, fucking patrols like yeah yeah I, I i'll be honest about that tweet <clears throat> that was a little baity like i it was all right so i i will point out that i i started it by saying that it was a hot take like it was a hot take like it's meant to be like i thought that that's sort of like with all due respect you know like i thought i could like say anything after i say this is a hot take <laughs> you know like i thought it was allowed but it's not allowed so <clears throat> a lot of people saw that as like um, I was shitting on new people. I was shitting on people who were trying. I was trying to discourage everybody, like which I leaned in on that last one because I was like, "If you're fucking discover, like if if oh, I'll, my I'll tweet follow up with that, if you want, I could." Okay, okay. So yeah, so I was yeah. quote. You're not. This is not. This is you quoting. Just saying. I was going to prepare for the apocalypse, but this dude I don't know said my negative attitude was an obstacle I couldn't compensate for with gear and training. So I gave up, quote, by <laughs> the person I was talking about. Yeah, because this is the thing, like, I I, I, I was not trying to discourage. I do everything yeah. that I'm making fun of. I also give myself the same likelihood and odds as, as I give all the others. Like, I, I do all those things. But I do think that, like, the folks I know that, are, like, I think will really survive are, like, my fucking sister. You know what I mean? Who has been, let's say that she's lived a difficult life, you know? But, like, I guarantee my sister can figure out how to get things that she needs. You know what I mean? Like, she knows how to get along with people well. 
She knows how to adapt to situations. She knows how to detect danger because she's been in places that are dangerous. You know what I mean? Like those types of folks are who are most likely to survive. They don't have probably, and I'm not saying my sister doesn't have this, but like they don't probably have fucking 200 bucks in their checking account right now. Right. Like their car probably has four lights on Uh, their pocket knife, probably won't shave the hair off their arm. You know what I mean? Like they're not like those type of people like are like our type of people, but I bet they survive just fine. You know, but there are plenty of our type of people who have fucking like X5 legions and shit just laying around the house, you know, and they're, but they quit, but they fucking quit. They quit all day at work. They quit all day on Twitter. Mentally, the cart path that they like loop around constantly is just everything sucks. We're not going to make it. It's hard, you know, like just bullshit, like all day. When I watch them on Twitter, it's like the same dudes who are all the day like about how you got to prep for the end of the world can't handle bad news from AP. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you can't, if the Associated Press puts you in your fucking feelings three times a week, the apocalypse is going to be tough. Like you're going to have a hard time. Like, and that's all I'm just saying. It's like, I just think that like without a mentality of like being like, I will not quit. I'm not going to give up. Every situation is something I can solve. Like if, if you don't have any of that, like who gives a fuck about all your gear and your training? Yeah. That's really my point. It's just about like mentality. Like these folks that are just in a constant outrage, fucking cortisol producing cycle. You're not going to be fucking handy later. Not going to make like, it. You, yeah. You, I would rather have, one other person who has a good mindset than fucking 20 people who have good gear. Trade that gear for pizza. would be great. Yeah. Or just people with it's fucking good, good mindsets. Yeah. You know what I mean, like maybe you're right. Like maybe I'm looking at this wrong, but you know, <laughs> in a pure exchange, absent any other things, I'm just saying, oh, I, say, I don't know if you uh, run with the Mark Sibley and are familiar with his book, like the Mongol moon and now the sequel, but he's got that saying, like there's no tacos in the apocalypse. And it was just like, man, that's kind of disheartening. Cause I would still hope I that someone tacos. Yeah. I was, I was, I was still hoping someone would make tacos in the apocalypse. Like, I'm going to be honest, man. If you go to Mexico, <laughs> which is the home of the taco, right. it's pretty apocalyptic. They got fucking tacos all day. I know you're a big fan of Mexico. I think we talked about this before. I mean, a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan of sorts. You still want it? Yeah, but I'm not turning it into a state or something crazy. Like, like this would be a vassal territory of some sort. Like, maybe we're getting to that point. We got you know Texas setting up a fob or whatever down there. I mean, it's close. (laughs) We, I, you know, the first thing's got to be a taco stand, like right at the edge of that fob, right? Like, there's got, yeah, because well, you know, like has every some sort of local influence on it, right? Sell some, but yeah, get like some every Mexicans to come on, clear them so they can make the time. Yeah. I mean, we did this in Kabul with Afghanistan. We'd have like the local yeah. Afghans making pizza, <laughs> the water trucks and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we can do this. <laughs> I um, yeah, I wonder about the Texans, dude, because. Like every 
if we like 90 years, like they decided to just fucking invade Mexico, like filibusters, all that shit. Big you know? part of that in that book we were just talking about too, the empire of the summer mm-hmm. moon. Like there's a lot of, yeah. oh, it. we'll do it again. We'll try <laughs> we'll just disband. I mean, I, I these two, like the, the Texans Texas I Rangers were like, like the, and everyone just gave up the whole idea of it for 20 years. It's, the thing, uh, hold on, I, I don't mean to get too distracted, but I thought, since I know you know the book, but the biggest thing I thought was still so relevant from that time to today is the disconnect between what is our modern day, like it was the Department of War back then, what the, but yeah. our modern day Pentagon, like how disconnected, like their beliefs and everyone living here in this bubble of civilization, as opposed to the people that were in Texas, the Rangers dealing with this actual, you know, Native right. American problem. I just thought... I'm like, man, it's the same shit almost 200 years ago. It's always going to be like that too, though. Yeah, it's always going to be like that, That's though. Wild. Like, yeah, it's like as it's it's you know you've got your your Romans sitting around the table, you know, eating fucking snails and shit, and like then you got like your your dude up in Albion or whatever, like like suffering in a ditch. It's the way of the world. Um. trying to go back to the mentality okay because i think a lot of what you describe i think a lot of that's learned behavior right like you you quoted Mm. basically an army value right like and never quit right that's an army value that gets kind of like indoctrinated us or as the army likes to say that gets that becomes inculcated in us at a very i mean okay they say that though but like i'll tell you something like um so that dude who I was talking about that just um, that just retired, yeah, he and I were in um, South Sea together. Like we were actually in, uh, we rode the bus from Atlanta to the 30th AG. Yeah, good old. 30th. And then went, yeah, we went to the 30th, and we were bunk mates. Like we weren't bunk mates. He was in the bunk, like literally next to mine. Yeah, both bottom sure. bunks. Um, the only but, like bunk, through man. the. Yeah, the only monk to have, right? Like, um, we had to fight for that shit. It's the thirtieth age. It's like prison. Like, you know what I mean? Fucking yeah, coming of age fight for everything. Exactly. Like, it's what you do with the thirtieth. Top, top um, monk, not gonna make it. <laughs> not gonna make it. Right, right. Yeah, exactly, bro. <laughs> totally not gonna make it if you're a top bunker at the thirtieth. But, um, but yeah, we did the thirtieth AG. Then we did basic Bravo one nineteen. No big deal. Mm-hmm. Then we went to uh, airborne. But then we went to Sopsy. And so our class was 0504. Um, and it was back when Sopsy was Sopsy. So like most people don't know what it is, but it is a very difficult course, let's say. And I saw a lot of motherfuckers knew that army value not to quit. And they quit like all the time. There was like over 200 kids. We only graduated 79. Like everybody quit that course. And I wonder about quitting. Like I've for a long time tried to figure out was I, because I didn't quit, I will point out, I didn't quit there. I don't know if I would have ever quit. I still don't think I would ever quit anything, but maybe I would. Maybe there's something that would make me quit. But like, I just like, um, I got fascinated by like the quitter, like the mentality of it, like trying to spot them even. And I felt like after a while, like I can see a person that's going to quit. Like I can see it's it like on me. Like, I, grandpa thing. like <laughs> I can smell, I can smell it. Like I can hear you. I can hear your thoughts. Like you talk to me. I'm like, that fucking guy will quit. Like I can spot him now. And um, I don't know if they're made 
I don't know if those kind of people are made. Well, do you think what you're describing though, because let's say those people you were talking about who quit, right? Those 121 of the 200 quit. A lot of them. Yeah. But they obviously went back to just, you know, I guess regular infantry, right? Or regular airborne. Mm -hmm. Maybe a yeah. lot of them did some really cool shit. I mean, I ended up if getting you're kicked testing out. So someone well, I mean, I'm just saying like when you're just <laughs> constantly putting someone in a tested situation, maybe yeah. it's easier to find a quitting point. As opposed to, I always took the, I, I will never quit. Like, let's take it to the extreme of what that value means. It's like, you're in a combat situation, right? Are you going to sit there and fucking mm -hmm. just hope someone saves you? Or are you just going to go until one of you actually wins that moment in time? Don't like, that's what it all is. Survivor? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you know, it's like, you, yeah. you, you don't want to be the person who quits in that scenario, right? And it helps to be surrounded by other people with a similar mindset because, you know, there's obviously yeah. what we call power in numbers, right? That makes it a little easier that you're not by yourself. And I don't really think like we have a lot of issues with people quitting in that scenario, do you? Yeah. Yeah, man. Really? Red kids quit on me all the time. Yeah, I don't like it. That was like the one thing that like I I think that like Ranger Regiment and yeah, like SF and stuff, like it's really not that they have, everybody's like, oh, they have a selection process. Ooh, the selection process. That's cool. That does help quite a bit, admittedly. Even the 82nd, because they have to be airborne qualified, is yeah. weak of a selection mechanism or sorting mechanism as that is. I wouldn't even say it's selection. But, like, whatever we'd say that is, it's something that is a barrier of entry. And if you will jump out of a high-performance aircraft while in flight, you'll probably pick up a rifle and walk forward into violence. Maybe it's likelier. Like, right. Yeah. Uh, more likely. I don't know if likely more, yeah, is more. Probably more likely. I like likelier. More Let me like, pick it up. I likelier. I don't know. I'll post this yeah. with that quote. Likelier. Yeah. Likelier. Um, <laughs> so yeah, more likely it's more likely, but the, the important thing that they have is not the selection. It's the ability to just flush a quitter or a loser, just flush them. Like your shit's in the hallway, get the fuck out, you're done. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can't do that in like regular army units. And so yeah, like I had man, I can remember one of the one of the my favorite soldiers actually like went on R and R and like smoked a bunch of dope and hung out with a bunch of California chicks. Look, man, I, at that point I wouldn't judge them. <laughs> but he gets back, but he gets back and he's like, I'm just not going on patrol anymore. Oh, I'm just not. I'm just done. And I was like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, that's cool. one of those uh, moments why? as a leader where you're like, what, what the fuck do I do here? Right? I was like, where this do I put it in my packet? This like, was not in the reading. I also would not like to go on patrol. How did you pull this off? What did the commander say when you told him? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. Like, uh, okay. Um, and yeah, like, he, he quit on me. I mean, we ended up convincing him to go back out later on. But, but yeah, I mean, people quit. I don't know. Like, I I hate it, man. That's probably the one thing I hate the most is fucking quitters. Like, you can, you can ditch a bad plan. You know what I mean? Plan's mm -hmm. not working. You can leave a bad plan as long as you pick up another one. Yeah. Like, to me, quitting is like a different thing than changing plans or, you know, even giving something up. Like... I don't know how to describe it. Like quitting is like a, I don't know. It's like a lifestyle. I fucking hate it. Yeah. So where do you think people 
Do you think the the opposite can be developed though? The the like anti quit. Well, you're saying like most people. You're saying to well in that scenario, you're saying most of you don't have the right mindset, right? That can mm-hmm. be developed and trained too, can it? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think I think some people come by it naturally. Mm-hmm. But I wonder I it's not that I don't think it can be trained. I think it's it's when it can be trained. It's like learning a language. It's best if you're young. You know? Like you can learn French in your 20s. It's right. a lot easier when you're 3. Yeah. You know? Cuz like that part of your brain's <laughs> developing and you can you can take that and kind of exploit that moment. Like to me, like your mind is a loop. Like the best, I, I should confess, like a long, long time ago, I actually wanted to be a, a philosophy major and I was going to be a philosophy of mind, like a consciousness kind of weirdo. Um, and so like, I've always looked for like a metaphor for like what your consciousness, I guess, is. And like, the idea of like, it's like kind of a loop, you know, that like your brain, like your brain's constantly like looping through certain mm-hmm. thoughts, certain patterns, certain behaviors. Um, and so to me, like, yeah, if your loop is in like, again, negative thoughts, like the like cart path, you know, like yeah. you walk, you walk this circle in your mind day after day after day, you wear a path and you won't leave it. And if that path is, you know, I can't do this. This is too hard everything's against me, you know, all that, like, yeah, you're not going to fucking ever win. It doesn't matter. Like how many bullets you've got. I don't give a shit. Like you're going to be shooting some of those bullets and you're going to be thinking, uh, we're not going to make it. This is too hard. It's like, it's not going to change. Like, this is what I've always said about like people that like you, you started this by talking about like the person who's like, yeah, I'm a loser today. Like I fucking, you know, I draw water and I cut wood, you know, for the man. But in this warlord scenario, like we're, you know, the, the meek inherit the earth again, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like what the fuck? No, they don't. Like the rich guy is going to pay all the dudes who can commit violence to commit violence on you. You're still going to fucking draw water and cut wood. Like you've got to hustle now, like hustle all the time. Pretend like you're at war right now, you know, like maybe do that and show us all what a fucking badass warlord you are. Like build your wasta now. What are you waiting on? Mm-hmm. but they don't like because it's a fucking fantasy just like most of this shit it's like it's a it's an action hero complex usually it's like dudes who didn't go to war you know at all and regret it or they did go to war and it was the only time they ever fit in and they want that again it sounds like what you're describing so i did my master's in organizational leadership and, and I remember one of the topics that we had to really get into that it just kind of really upset me because and it upset me because I realized there were people dedicating their entire persona from a, I guess, academic standpoint on trying yeah. to convince me of something that I didn't believe. Right. Like I just mm-hmm. like I believe in natural leadership. Like I believe in people are born to be leaders. Like some are, some aren't. Like some people are natural followers, some are natural leaders. And like I had to argue over 15 fucking pages why someone can be taught to be a leader. And I'm like, you can learn all the theories and the principles and you know, Mm -hmm. like you either have charisma in my opinion or you don't. Okay. You can't, I can't take, I can't take someone who is not charismatic and 
you know, after nine we crash course, you're all of a sudden fucking Hitler. No, you're not. You're just we not. could make you we could make you less awkward, but we can't make you charismatic. Right, right. There's so, a difference. And I think what 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 that is to me is like I've always known in any situation I've been in from being named a, a captain in spores or just rising quickly with fucking NCO things and all that stuff. I've been able to do that, whereas others struggle with it, right? And it's the same thing that I got. I took to that class. It's like, you, you're not going to convince me that the guy who struggled being in front of a fucking formation is all of a sudden going to turn into Patton. He's not. You can tell him everything that Patton knows, but you can give him Patton's books. You can give him all this shit. But you know what Patton had? Natural leadership and charisma. Those people are born. I don't believe they're actually made. They may be made aware of what they have by being put into those situations, like what men mostly find themselves in war. Right. So maybe someone Mm -hmm. rises from something that they never knew because they never had to. And so they had to. They didn't. Yeah. But in that case, they were always a natural leader. What they were missing was opportunity. Right. Like if you're and Jesse Kelly just tweeted this the other day. Right. Like talking about I think it was a specific group from World War Two where they were either athletes or farmers. Well, yeah, and the farmer who may have been an athlete as well, but if he's a farmer who's just farming his entire life and next thing you know, he's thrust into a combat situation halfway around the world. Yeah, maybe he rises to his moment because he had all those things already to begin with. He just never had to practice on anything other than his livestock. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I would also argue probably a successful farmer is probably someone who's a natural leader. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things, I think, with, like, that trade that are at least similar or nearly congruent with leadership. Mm -hmm. Like, husbandry of animals is similar to, like, bringing up – this is kind of paternal. But, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I've met met people who were awkward and who were not naturally gifted leaders – and saw them do an adequate job leading. Like adequate was the best they'd hoped for. Like because I, I gr- no, of course you don't. <laughs> like everybody knows what they want, and but like right. it's rare. But it's so yeah. rare. Yeah. Like that's a it's a like stupid Heraclitus quote. Like I used to have, I used to be so cringy. I had this shit on my leader book in the army. But you know, it was like the one that was like out of a hundred men. Uh, now hold on let me see if i can get it right out of 100 men um nine shouldn't be here 10 are real fighters or no it's the other way i'm gonna fuck it all nine shouldn't be here i got this though (laughs) nine shouldn't be here uh 80 uh are just like cannon fodder basically um no 10 shouldn't be here 80 are cannon fodder Nine are real fighters. They the battle make, but one's a warrior who'll bring the rest home. I yeah. butchered that. Point uh, is, I still got I still got the ratios right. But like the idea is, is like, yeah, man, that one natural leader. I mean, yeah, he's a natural leader. There's there's like one in hundred. Good luck. Like, but that's also it. my point when it comes to going back to why I even brought that up was you're talking about the mindset. Most people don't have it, Mm-mm. which is what you were saying, and so. I actually agree with the premise that if you don't have it, you're never going to have it. You can't learn that. You just can't. I don't think. Well, you you definitely can't learn it 
Or you know what? Maybe I'm gonna make. Maybe I'm gonna just. We just said that you could. We just said we could. Like so, we were talking about like that farmer who gets in the war. Well, that's what I was just about to say. Like maybe he doesn't realize it until he's forced into the fucking. That's the guy I'm hoping. That that's who I was hoping to reach with that tweet. Like because I I don't care. Just like I said, like those ninety that I was just talking about, like the 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 not nine and not one. Like, I don't care about what they think about shit, like, on Twitter. Like, I'm not fucking selling anything. Like, I you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a fucking book that I'm coming out with. That, like, I need any of these followers. Have you write it Man, I have a neglected blog that sucks. I do remember. I've thought about yeah, it. Drops, I've, digital drop zone. What up? Dude, I know. I thought, look, I, don't tell anybody, but, like, I actually have a date with a keyboard on Sunday. I've told I myself see. I'm going to fucking start it back up. Yeah, well, because awesome. some... Dude, some dickhead the other day noticed that my domain expired. Thankfully, oh. he noticed it was only like six days after it had expired. I had to go buy it, but I bought it for like another five years. And I was <laughs> like, I was like, that's a lot of coin to drop on a fucking domain name. Like, yeah. I need to actually use this. So I'm going to start writing it. But no, I suck at it and I don't like it. I mean, I like it, but I'm not good. Yeah. Um, no, I don't care about followers and shit. And so, yeah, I don't care that like a whole bunch of people got their feelings hurt and shit because like they just proved my point. Like you're not going to make it because a tweet made you mad. But like, hopefully some dude saw that and was like, man, my thoughts lately have been really negative. Like this site is a bad influence on me. Like yeah, I've, I've started buying all these preps and stuff, but like the truth is, is like, maybe I need to just work on myself more and like develop some positive energy. And, you know what I mean? Start believing in myself. Like I actually can do this. Like I hope that guy saw it or that girl, whoever. Cause that was the point. It was like, just have a good mindset. Like, well, you have to be positive. You can't be a negative person. God, dude. There's so much shit going on. Like, and I talked to like my, I talked to my old man the other day about it. Cause I was like, what's like, what's the world like a lot better? Cause he's like in his, God, well, my parents say it all the time how great life was. Really? Cause yeah. mine was like, mine was like, no, it was just as bad. He's like, we just didn't have all this <laughs> bullshit. You know, like it wasn't. Like people still had problems. People still like yeah. people still got murdered. Shit still happened. Yeah. Like there was like there was a constant threat of nuclear fucking war. You remember that? You know, girl. like yeah. yeah. I mean, it wasn't always so fucking great. Like it's always been shitty. Like you just gotta drive on, man. Like yeah. wake up every day, fucking put your boots on, fucking do your best, try to get some rest. I do like the nineties minus the grunge thing, though. Same. Man, I didn't mind the. Well, I like the. I, I, I like the like because I'm a little older than you, but so I grew up with. I remember a lot of the '80s, and what yeah. I think about now is how much I really love the music. Like my favorite music. Like I'm a fucking yes. Iron Maiden fan. Like all my favorite music oh, and okay. bands were from the '80s, right? All types mm-hmm. too, not just the metal, but just like the Depeche Mode, like all that stuff that started, like the electronic music started in that era. Like mm-hmm. new wave, very era, creative. I thought they did the most with the like the. The very early stages of technology with music. I thought they did a really good job of it. Our buddy here is the I, you, but I fucking hate most. I hate most eighties music. I just don't really. Like it. That's a good. Yeah. yeah. You you also said you like grunge. I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which explains tells you everything. It tells yeah. you everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like. I dude. I even like some of that like weird emo shit, like here and stuff. Like. Yeah. But I can't fuck with. I don't know if I Can't ever fuck with it. I didn't get into emo. Um, I couldn't get into the voices. That's kind of like I'm a very discriminatory music listener. Oh, like yeah, yeah. I don't mean like shoegaze emo. I mean like the you know like Morrissey, Smiths. 
Yeah. Like that's well, sort of eighties, like nineties, right? Kind of. No, yeah, I, I think Morrissey like, was definitely nineties for sure. I think so. I mean, that's my argument with my brother. Like he listens to the he has a really great taste in music, but some of his stuff, he can get a little extreme with the metal where it's like that, like the screaming type shit. The music's incredible. I'm like, bro, I just want the instrumentals. I don't need any yeah. singing stuff. I just, cause I love guitar. Like I grew up playing guitar. I, I love the theory mm -hmm. behind guitar. I love how it kind of essentially was a handheld version of the piano. Like it's an amazing instrument. The stuff we've been able to do with it, with electricity and all, it's just fucking incredible. Like I appreciate that, cool. but the extremes of it, how we've managed to put like these really weird singers that just kind of ruin it for me. I'm just like, I just want, which is actually, I don't know if you know this because you got an iPhone, mm -hmm. I think, right? Have you seen mm -hmm. like this latest update to Apple music where you can hit karaoke mode and it just silences the vocals? No. Yes. It's the greatest fucking thing ever. <laughs> so I've been doing no that. No shit. Because my brother will send oh. me. Yeah. There's like a little, little button you push on the song and it'll bring up karaoke mode. It just reduces the focus it's awesome now i can just do fucking instrumentals when he sends me shit i don't have to listen to satan screaming on the fucking track i like this <laughs> yeah 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 that's totally what you need then it's 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 that is what's cool about technology right like i i, I show my parents stuff all the time on their phones and you know i remember getting my dad his first iphone in 2014 when i was in afghanistan for his birthday and I kind of get a little frustrated with them sometimes because it's like, dad, I got you this shit 10 years ago and you're still acting like you don't know how to use it. Like yeah. you can literally take an entire car apart <laughs> and put it right. back together, but you're going to try and tell me you don't know how iPhone works. Sorry, man. But yeah, technology is pretty cool, but I love this shit. I'm, I'm all in. Like I told you, I'll get a fucking head chip. Like, but are I we gonna want... lose it? Like everyone wants to have this fantasy. Aren't we gonna lose all the tech? Because we're not no. gonna get no. We're just gonna have like a breakaway society. I think uh, that is a conspiracy theory. I believe it. Like I do think that ultimately the goal independent. We're just gonna have like two two stages of humanity. Like you're gonna have like the one percenters are gonna fucking break off from the rest of us. They're gonna travel to the fucking stars. Yeah, and the leave the rest of us just on this like. Do you think when we see that first rocket going up to Mars, it's going to be like the Afghanistan withdrawal with all those people hanging right. out? Right. Like I'll be hanging on like a fin. Like I'll be over there like, take me. I'm up. I'm up. I'm on it. This yeah, is yeah, great. Like, and then as soon as I get into it, like once the temperature drastically shifts, I just fucking burn up in the atmosphere. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> that would probably be a pretty cool way to go if you think about it. Like think You're about the out at like 30,000 feet though. You think? Yeah, I know you will. Like, oh, there's you, no fucking oxygen. Oh, you like, I'm, I'm fucking certain of it, actually. I, in fact, I believe it is a matter but of how fact. quickly would it take? I think you're going so fast, you can still appreciate it before you burn up. You wouldn't burn. You would go really high and pass out, lose your grip. There's always fall. like those, like when 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 our space shuttles re-enter the atmosphere. Well, they do because they're re-entering. You would. That's eighty. That's like eighty thousand meters above the earth is when like when like the divide between like vacuum space and our atmosphere is like 80,000 meters I'm pretty sure and where I'm talking about is like 14,000 meters you will when you're going up the, you'll not have enough atmospheric pressure to like fill your lungs. The oxygen, I think, is fucking super thin. And yeah, you'll just fall asleep. 
Like well, that's why they have to wear. That's why the pilots have to wear a mask. That's why they have to pressurize the cabin. Well, then just let go and do the world's greatest PLF back down. That's, that's what you're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need to do something. Like you're gonna have to figure out because you were headed back to Earth and you are not on fire. You are like, not gonna make it. You, yeah, you're, you're gonna wish you were on fire, baby. Yeah. But um, yeah, because it's a long trip down. Like it takes like a while to fall that far. I know that whole terminal velocity thing always kind of mess with me it's like wait a minute you do not keep going faster at yeah, a certain point, your point you just stop like why as fast wow. as you'll go shouldn't gravity be continue to pull you faster and faster well it's because it's drag see look man yeah. i'm a nerd i know why i can <laughs> tell you why i can tell I you why. we got all night just tell me why yeah. well because you. there's an equilibrium between drag and yeah. the positive effects of gravity speaking of drag have you had a good cigarette yes since that tweet no but I've been hitting these stupid fucking vape yeah, pens and what shit. Got, what, what is that? What's going on? Uh, it's, it's drugs. It's hard drugs. I'm doing heroin. <laughs> That's a fucking heroin via mouth. Yeah, I gave up alcohol, but I was just like, fuck it. You know, like, give me I, some black tar. Yeah, I told you, dude. Like, I every once in a while, I just get the, 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 the inkling. I just go buy a pack of cigarettes. I looked at them today, actually. You said that. And, um, like, I went to the corner store and... Like I saw some American spirits in the green box. There you go. And I was like, man, that seems like a good idea. But then I didn't do it. Well, that's good. Good for you. <clears throat> you well, it's actually not because no, it's not out of like some health concern. It's because I was like, I'll smoke two of them and I'll fucking leave the pack and it'll Yeah, that's stale. the point. Then you just leave it until like four months yeah, later. Just get to get it well, but then they're still, yeah. But then they're stale and it tastes like shit. Oh, and then nice. I'm like, I'm never smoking again. Then I'll throw them away and then I'll buy them like <laughs> six months later. What's well, the like, cycle? The, the new addiction is everyone with their Zen packs. I'm just like, I had one of those yesterday. That shit dry. Do you remember? Do you remember that Trevor kid that used to be on yeah. Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So like, he's now me and him are close. That's cool. And, um, he seems like yeah. he always seemed like a really good dude. I like He's him. Fucking great kid. I hope he doesn't hear this because he doesn't know. I think that um, I'll text him. Yeah, I don't tell him. But he's um, but yeah, he's great. He came by because he's got to borrow a knife. He's going to Camp Slappy oh. here in a few days, and so he need uh, he needed a fixed blade knife. And being a fucking Yankee, of course, he didn't own any fixed blade knives. Um, he is from Delaware, so, right, or some shit. Right, it's fucking <laughs> Delaware. I was like, I didn't even know people from were Delaware. from there. Yeah, so. like, besides yeah, the president, like, like it's just like, what the fuck the is guy that? ever from there? Right. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was like de- de- like there's. There's, There's Biden one rest stop in the entire companies. state, and it's named after Biden. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, like he was here, and he's on that shit like all day. Like he's as bad as a Didn't, cowboy. He, he yeah, yeah. He just like pack. Just packs a fucking horseshoe around his fucking teeth oh all goodness. day. Like, That's not. That can't be good, man. And that Zen, like I think they made it to be intentionally stronger than dip to like wrestle you off of dip. But the problem is, is like all these fiends that love nicotine just got hooked on that shit. It's like dudes who just like, like get high on methadone. Like it's like you were supposed to get off of nicotine, but like now you're just eating Zen packets all day. Yeah. I just finally tried it back in January and I was like, okay, I put one in. I was like, this is cool. And then I stood up and I sat back down because I had the, I had the flashbacks my freshman year in college when I went out for the, well, I was, it was our first baseball practice. And so I was meeting these guys and I've never seen chewing tobacco or dip. You only saw it because 
like actual major leaguers used to do this shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they now they, they can't, right? Yeah, like he didn't legislate it all that out, but <laughs> but you weren't able to do it legally in in the NCAA, like it was banned in the NCAA. Right. But I remember I because I was a pitcher and pitchers we were out shagging uh, balls in the outfield for batting practice, and this dude Travis Gilmore, and we called him Happy because he had the whole keystone bitter beer face thing so we called him happy <laughs> sad yeah, yeah. To be a fucking oxymoron. and he's he comes he was a sophomore that transferred into our school and like he was the first person i really met and he's like you want to try some dip I'm like yeah I'm, or not dip no it was actually chewing tobacco it's like yeah why not i've never tried nice. so i'm sitting there chewing levi garrett that was yeah that was- Levi good shit. Golden <laughs> what the fuck did I know? That's what I like. Yeah. Yeah. So I put it in. I'm sitting there in the outfield chewing and I'm like spitting nonstop. I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I'm not, I don't, what, it mm. doesn't taste bad, but it's, you know. Right. This makes my tongue stick to the roof of my mouth. What the yeah. fuck are we doing? And here? then all of a sudden, like I'm in center field and uh, this, the Greg Lubert, the dude that's up the bat, he's, he's a lefty and all he does is hit bombs to center field. And Greg Luber will fit into the story as I continue. So he hits one and I can see it coming off the bat. I'm like, oh shit, this is going over my head. So I turn and like everything from the chew at that point hit me at once. And I, I turn and immediately fell over. But I, <laughs> oh, my yeah. leg wouldn't work to go back in yeah. front to keep me moving. It's like all of that buzz at once was like hit with the adrenaline of like, oh shit, you got to turn and run for this ball. And I fell the fuck over in the outfield. Bet your team was proud. Oh, yeah. Well, so I was from Florida and nobody else was. And so my coach called me Florida. And all I hear from, you know, 350 feet away is my coach, this little angry Italian dude, Coach Paino. He's like, Florida, get off your fucking ass. Yeah. That's fucking great. And so Zen feels like this to you? Uh, It was close. It is close. It was very close. After I had like another one, like like, it was fine. But Mm -hmm. then it just kind of became like... Am I doing this out of habit? And then I haven't bought them since. At SFAS, <clears throat> there's nothing to do. <laughs> and I went to the selection back then that was like 28 days. Okay. And it was like you had one event a day. So if you did one event in the morning, you knew the rest of the day that you were just sitting there and you can't sleep. Like, cause really? they'll, they'll fuck, yeah, they'll take your fucking roster number down. And anyway, it's a whole thing. So like I would just go to the smoking section and just hang the fuck out. I had nothing else to do. And my tax at Sopsy, like, they were smart and told me to buy just nothing but tobacco. And so I was, like, I was showing off because I could I could put in, like, a lipper, like a full lip almost of Cope, put in, like, a big wad of Levi Garrett in my cheek and smoke two cigarettes. That's legit. At once. At once. I I have, like, the best tolerance for nicotine. Yesterday, I put in one of those fucking Zens, and I was I was real cool about it for a long time. I thought, and there was a certain point where I was like sweating. I was like, yeah, I gotta get this. Yes. I gotta get this the fuck out of my mouth. Like, <laughs> this is fucking me up. Like, this is powerful. Like, this is too strong a medicine. Was it for a me. six milligram or a three milligram? Oh, I didn't even ask. I didn't know. Well, yeah, I, I, I know when, that. Knowing so Trevor, three. it's six, guaranteed. It's six. Like, <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Like, kid. I'm surprised he wasn't snorting it off the fucking counter. <laughs> like, like he's he's on that shit like pretty bad. Well, like so I'll get in trouble for saying this, but whatever. If anyone actually listens to this point, um, it, it they remind me of what my coach gave because so again, this was 
this was 1999 freshman year 90 yeah so this is 99 um and those bandits the skull bandits had just yeah came. i remember bandits kind of like the zinda and so my coach coached by you know angry italian mm -hmm. dude he dipped he did grizzly i remember mm -hmm. um but he some of the some of the dudes showed up and started doing the bandits he's like ah oh, those fucking fag bags you got in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you're definitely getting canceled for just even repeating yeah, that. but man my coach was i love that dude i wonder what he's doing he's, i don't know he might not even be alive i don't know but he he was hilarious and he was just funny as shit and he was just like five foot seven absolutely jacked monster of a he played minor league baseball he was a catcher like he's just a cool dude he was a fucking dirt bag and he said I like it shit um they don't make dudes like that anymore no <laughs> they're not allowed to they, they're not allowed yeah they're not allowed to, well they still make those dudes yeah the dudes just told to shut the fuck up and yeah, they're not allowed to be college no, baseball coaches no man not at all yeah it's uh it's kind of thing but that is my thing like i um because i remember what i would do in college like it was a terrible habit, but I would smoke Parliament lights. Parliaments, okay. Because there was a guy that smoked them, and that was the first cigarette I ever tried in college. It was a Parliament light. I was like, all right, because they had that filter that kind of ended and had like this. Mm -hmm. We had a little little part at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've never really smoked except on deployments. God, have I smoked? It was black and milds in Iraq. Hmm. It was um, cigars in Afghanistan, like a lot okay. of cigars, like the yeah. big, not just like a black and white. Which mm -hmm. is, and then when I went to the Middle East in, in 15, it was the the camels that you like. Oh, see. Camel Crush. Yeah, Camel Crush. I like Camel Crushes. No, for a long time, I, dude, I, the last cigarettes I was smoking like on the regular were Camel, camel Crushes. Crush? Yeah, dude. Awesome. Yeah, because I like I I like the idea of a Camel Crush because I'm not burning the menthol. Yeah, right? like, exactly. I'm always like I'm always like I don't know. It's like one more chemical I'm lighting on fire, and breathing in. <laughs> yeah. Like menthol out of all of them, probably the safest. But like if I can just eliminate one more, I'm cool with it. Yeah. And yeah, I just want the flavor of the menthol. I don't need to actually yeah. combust it and then. Yeah. So no, I I love I fucking love smoking so much. I do. And that's why like I, just, I found the account on Twitter. It's like the aesthetic yeah. of cigarettes or some shit like that. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I, like I really think about so we're talking about the eighties and nineties, like Marlboro Man. But you like, can only advertisements do... for like capris, but the all the women were hot and thin and you know why that shit works though? Yeah, I do know because we smoked. Well, well, it's cool, but like the one thing I'm going to say is, if you could smell any of those pictures, it wouldn't be as cool. <laughs> wouldn't you be as smell cool. like a man. <laughs> no, man, that stink, it stinks. Like, Isn't that the cowboy? Just, Did you think of the cowboy? No, but he probably doesn't smoke. I'm just kidding. He doesn't fucking smoke. He doesn't smoke. <laughs> I know. I, I smoke when I'm out there. He doesn't smoke. Do you really? Like, it, yeah. I, 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 uh, anytime I'm in the woods, like I have to have at least one form of tobacco. I just feel like it, okay. it's like a thing. Like when I camp, I always at least have Copenhagen. Like it's the only time that I will like dip on the regular, like especially if there's like a fire, something okay. about like, uh, yeah, it's putting in some, putting in a lip and sitting by the fire, spitting on rocks. So this goes something back to the, the story, Greg Luber, who I told you was up to bat. Well, he was a senior and uh, his uncle worked for the skull plant that was up in upstate New York, where we were at. Okay. And like every year, he would just send him a massive carton 
of logs of everything yeah. they made. But then this was the first time I, he's like, nobody wanted skull cherry. So I was like, yeah, I'll right. take all the skull cherry. I'm, you know, just a freshman just trying to fucking fit in with these older dudes. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. So I go back to my, my dorm room and I'm playing, uh, what was it? Madden 2000 at that time. And I'm just sitting in my dorm room, just dipping skull cherry. And I had a Dr. Pepper bottle that I was using to spit in. I know this at is one going. point. Yeah. You see where this is going. So at one point I got a new Dr. Pepper and then I'm just on my like marathon of this game. And I go to take a drink of my Dr. Pepper and I actually, yeah, took a sip of that. Uh, mm-hmm. cherry. Tells old time. <laughs> I did that with my dude. I did that with my dad. So my dad dipped skull mint. And he used to get it free from Skull too, just like your buddy, mm-hmm. because he was friends with Walt Garrison. Do you know who that is? It's like an old football player, I think. Sounds he was also like a cowboy. Familiar. Back in the 80s, I think he was a football player. It was like before my time. But I didn't meet Walt Garrison, but it was way later. But anyway, Walt Garrison would give him free Skull. But anyway, my old man did Skull Mint. And he would, you know, he had a spitter and would spit in bottles and shit. And I think I was like seven the first time I drank a spitter. So foul. It's like the worst thing. And it's gross when it's your spit, but it's like 1,000 times more disgusting to know that it's another man's spit that you just swallowed. It's pretty bad. The The only thing that I think is worse is there was a kid in Afghanistan that um, like he was on, we used to have this... um, we had this one guard position that was actually just like a truck that we had had to park like at the oh. corner of this fob and we just left it there all the time. So it was like, but like, you know, obviously it would accumulate shit. Like all places that have soldiers that like, if it doesn't move, like shit piles up. Well, like um, we didn't get CLP in like squirt bottles and shit like you're supposed to. Yeah. Like when we showed up, they were like, yeah, we're all out of bottles. Like, uh, here's your CLP. And they just gave us like five gallon jugs of CLP. And so like we had dudes like just like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? And some genius had like um, taken like Gatorade jars, like the jar. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 the powder shit. Yeah. And like started filling it with that and then just poking holes and shit in the top. Just like to fucking to work the guns. Like because the marks especially like we're a motherfucker. And anyway, he um, this kid like falls asleep. And then on guard, of course, somebody wakes him up and he's like, oh, oh, yeah. And so like to get like awake, he reaches and grabs his Gatorade, opens it and takes like two big chugs. And it was fucking CLP. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, drinking a spitter is better. Like, <laughs> I was like, I bet that dude didn't have a problem shitting for like, I bet he wasn't consummated for like another year. <laughs> Uh, like well lubed CLP. That's the worst thing I could think of. Well, I would not want to drink CLP. CLP still a thing? Yeah. No. It will always be a thing. I don't know if we got like a new version. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure we have like a new version. Probably four camo patterns by now. But it's fucking. It's still the same thing. I think about that, man. Like, because I told you what I'm doing now, but I just I think about the amount of. Camel patterns that I've just gone through. Or just the uniform types. Oh, I said that about the when they first made the ACP or whatever pattern. 
I was like, they're just doing this so that they can remanufacture everything again. Like they basically have made so much of a product that they're like, fuck, like we're out. Like this is over. And some genius at the Pentagon's like, no, no, we're just going to get, we're going to do it all again in a different color. They're also doing it with like the dress uniform. Three different dress uniforms. Oh, man. That was the thing I noticed. I will say (laughs) when I went to the Red Falcons again, like they had like they have some cool photos, you know, like we always do. Mm -hmm. But they had like all like a couple of them where they were like in payday activities kind of shit. Fucking uniform. Everybody's in a different uniform. Uh, It doesn't look. It looks like shit. And then they give you a wear out date like five years later. It's like, well. That's no incentive. <laughs> That's fucking. Yeah, but I mean, you got dudes in blues, blues and greens. Yeah. You got pinks and greens, and yeah. I'm just like, fucking. Everybody needs to be in one uniform. And that's the whole point of being in the army. I agree. I've, I've always agreed with that, 100. Like that's that's one of the basics that is very maybe. And I, I take your word for it because I do think combat arms are a little more. Uh, I guess. What's the fucking word? Traditional, I would say. I, I think they, so. I think they adhere to a lot more of the standards Man. than other yeah. units outside of that. And it's not that I think it; I know it. So I'm not going to argue with anyone who's like, "Oh, actually, my you unit like good for you and your unit, bro." I'm just telling you, like, I you're not going to compromise. But yeah, there's just the basics. It's, it's the basics that we've just lapsed on over the course of the quad. We were already on that shit though cuz I was talking to my buddy about that. Like one of the problems I had as an NCO back in the day was that like I'd have soldiers come to me and be like, "Oh, I'm a field soldier." I'm like, I'm what the what? fuck is that? I'm a field soldier. A field oh, a field soldier. Yeah, and I was it? like, "Ooh, a field soldier. What's that?" And they're like, "I'm just really good in the field." And I was like, "And I'm supposing that you just suck in garrison?" And he was like, "Yeah, cuz I don't like garrison." And I was like, "Oh, so you're a half-ass soldier." Like you do half the fucking job. Like, and in fact, probably less than half because we're in the field. Not so often. Yeah. We're in garrison a lot. And if you're telling me you suck in garrison, but you're fucking great in the field, that means that most of the time you're useless, like fucking great. Thanks. Like, that's probably not useful. Probably shouldn't have told me that. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm a little angry now. Actually, I wasn't mad till you start talking, but like, like what the fuck is that like i'm a field soldier like if you know half the job is like not in field like be good at that half too like it sucks like i i do garrison stuff is fucking super stupid i don't want to do it you know i don't want to do any of that shit but fucking duty as a soldier you know that uniform yeah it's stupid right like ceremonial and dog and pony but it's your job i'm taking this note down i'm glad you said that I'm getting that's a good note. I'm gonna use that. Um <clears throat> I mean being a field soldier is better. I mean, I'm I would much rather you be a field soldier than a garrison soldier if I had to have one or the other. But why the that. fuck do I gotta pick? Yeah. yeah, I can smell that term though. That's the problem. Yeah, your uniform looks like shit. Your boots look like shit. You didn't get a haircut Sunday before fucking first formation Monday. Like, yeah, you suck, actually. Right? Like, I'm going to fucking one day have to pick you up because you beat your wife. Like, you, this is all forming a pattern. Yeah, yeah that does suck. That is not I like, don't give a fuck how far you could throw a grenade. If, if that's what the fuck you're up to, like, you kind of suck. 
Well, hopefully you're not throwing grenades very far. That's kind of rough on the old arm. There's a pitcher. I can tell you that's not a good I thing. I would think. I just I never got to throw a grenade. Range at, um, do you remember the grenade when I eat it? You never – did you ever do anything at Fort Jackson? No. Okay, so when never I – even went to Fort Jackson. Yeah, so when I went to drill sergeant school, it was at Fort Jackson. And when you went to do the – because drill sergeant school was nothing more than basic training again, right? You do everything mm-hmm. week by week in se- sequence of what – standard dct is not osit like um so yeah like week three or whatever it is or four when you go into the grenade range there was this grenade training area where you would throw the shell and of course Mm -hmm. you know dudes dudes are like oh it's a fucking shell i'm gonna see how fucking far i can throw this and then there was a fence and the fence Mm -hmm. was probably i don't know 120 130 feet from the actual line and all these dudes are just trying to see how far they can throw this shell of a grenade and me i'm just like nah, i'm just gonna do the proper form i'm just gonna do the goofy little yeah you gotta that's it and sure enough dude fucking ripped his rotator oh bet <laughs> yeah dude they're heavy dumb, dude. i mean dumb. that was the one thing yeah like they're fucking heavy like i used to in baghdad for the first well because after like we did that torch mission i, I carried a lot of shit back then because we were in helicopters like there was no resupply you know what i mean and yeah i wasn't a huge fan always mostly because we were in shit hooks but anyway um but yeah like i carried a bunch i carried two fucking frags back then mm-hmm. um but that was just because i thought i had to like in baghdad I, I trimmed it down to one but i never fucking threw a grenade not once no never Very that's good not that's once. a good thing i guess it's probably a good thing yeah I think you usually only throw grenades under duress. Yeah, it seems that like it's never... be a bad outcome for everyone involved if you have to throw them. So, my only reason to carry one even was just like I just imagine there might be some room out somewhere in Baghdad that I was just not gonna fucking go in. <laughs> like, you know, I was like, "There's, there's got to be one in this whole city that I'm gonna be outside of one day and just be like, you know what? No, <laughs> catch." This Take this thing, shit right? out. It was when you, you cleared your 400 rooms like that one, dude. Yeah. Wasn't that some shit, though? Like, I always just, like, I'm amazed. But I like I've you were able to produce something that quantified what I you had. Did. It wasn't uh, even close to 400. <laughs> yeah, but it, well, but to his point, it said 200 buildings. Mm. So if there's That's two true. rooms, uh-huh. just true. two rooms per building. That's true. Technically, I had 400 <laughs> rooms. But, like, even that was a made-up number, and I know it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I know my platoon sergeant was like, ah, fuck, 200. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's trying to get the award for you and make sure it doesn't get downgraded. Exactly. Like, you have to quantify the first bullet, I think, like, for an ARCOM. But anyway, he, uh, yeah, these these dudes, I imagine, like, they, you know, like, they work a fucking shift to block, like, this is not blockbuster, but, like, yeah, that's not even around anymore. Game. That's crazy. Because yeah, I just watched like the Sopranos again, and I remember AJ yeah. works at that blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. <laughs> but, the, um, but, yeah, like, they work at some, like, retail job or whatever. They, like, tell, like, these fake war stories to a bunch of people that don't know shit. And they get to where they practice it, and everybody they, they tell it to is, like, fuck yeah, man. 400 fucking rooms as a supply guy? Totally checks out. 
Why cool. did you do 401? Like what happened? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, pull. Yeah, like after your 400, it's like a bombing mission. Like in yeah, World like War you're done. II. I go, hold on. It's like, all, all I got to do is 400. Like 400 is a magic number. Then they There's send you four other rooms in the building, but you're like, I'm done. I'm walking out. Nope, I'm out. <laughs> like I'll see you in the fucking trucks. Meet me at the BDO, bitches. 400. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that happens, but. He yeah. practiced that so often in normie circumstances and it worked. And he he just went on to Twitter and didn't realize that there's like an entire layer of weirdos who are just waiting to dive on that kind of shit. You know, I don't know what they ended up doing. I'm sure they fucking what? canceled his whole life and doxed him. Well, I mean, that Stolen Valor account, like, got all of his records. And he actually was, like, awarded a cab and he has a really impressive DD214 and a 15 continuation. Really? Yeah, he actually, and so when I read all that, it's just like, well, why don't you just tell your actual story? Right. Like, yeah, hundred percent. You did some shit, dude. Like, one of my favorite to- people. One of my favorite people was, um, he was like a, he was kind of like your roadside assistance for bad, like Iraq. Like if you got hit, yeah, he worked like a wrecker and that motherfucker saw more combat than I did. Hands down. Certainly. Because every, well, think about it. Every, every convoy that gets hit is calling his ass and talk about a shit show. You know what I mean? Like these cheese convoys that are like fucking hundred trucks deep. You know what I mean? Like just full of pogues and bullshit. Fucking just rippets and all the DVDs <laughs> that none of us got to watch. You know what I mean? Like they're not fucking doing things right. And so yeah, this dude was getting after it in the war. And if if you told the like a normal infantry guy, like yeah, I was a you know I worked a wrecker, you know, they'd be like, oh, you fucking pogue, you know, because <laughs> it's what he is. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't think that like he won't fight or any of that shit. Like I talk to him, we talk shop all the time. Like that dude's getting after it. Yeah. And so like, yeah, it doesn't like people should just tell who they are. Like a lot you this is gonna this is a spicy take, but Uh-oh. you know, like a lot of SF dudes didn't do that much. Like I know I know that I mean they did, they're a green beret and they went through that whole thing, and that's very cool. We're all yeah. very proud of them. <laughs> but like but like the there some of those teams didn't didn't do anything and if they did it was like maybe a fid mission like they're not all crif members like they're not all fucking kicking doors like sound of pajamas moving murder you know like most of them fucking weren't doing that and then like a lot of regular infantry not even airborne dudes were fucking getting after it doing like hard hits clearing whole fucking villages like i don't know man you can't really judge everybody by it, but like if you're a supply guy, you probably didn't clear fucking 400 buildings. The only thing I could think about when he said that is because like supply is one of those MOSs that you just get stuck in. You can be stuck in any unit. He could have been a supply guy in any fucking unit. Possible. I had a supply guy. I can tell you though, he didn't clear any fucking rooms. Um, <laughs> like no, but that's the yeah, only thing but, I was just like, okay, maybe he was there very early on because he was there early, right? Like he he was OIF one. He's so. not clearing rooms. We weren't even letting no, our just fucking trying to figure out rooms. how like it may have been possible for him to go on a mission, but no, he definitely didn't clear four hundred. He didn't he clear any. Right. He maybe went along for a mission. That's possible. 
Yeah, I mean, I even took like the retention NCO for a fucking mission. Yeah, why you know, not? I mean, he needs like, someone, but he just yeah, wants yeah, to yeah, like, some little. That was in Black Hawk Down. The dude was like, oh, "Man, I just need to get out of here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the like, I think again, if he'd have just been like, "I went on a couple of missions with the infantry dudes," like, yeah, just say I want to believe that. Don't say I cleared four hundred rooms because that implies you're clearing more than one. You didn't clear four hundred. <laughs> you didn't clear four hundred rooms. Do mm. that. Don't be dumb. But then he also said he was like capturing like HVTs and all. It's like, no, you come. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and press X to doubt here. Like, I don't think so. I think not. Um, but yeah, why it's, do they do that? Why do you think they act like they did that? Sh- why not? How come no one ever pretends to be the fucking cook? Mm. I mean, they got cool stuff too. Like, why don't you just tell like the cool? Like, most of my stories were all the dumb shit we did. Like, I, I don't. Those really- are the best. That that that's actually to me like a litmus test. Like, I, I was talking to my wife about this. Like, um, if you tell me a story about how cool you were, or like something that you did in a firefight where you like saved the day, or thought of the thing that nobody else did, or moved when nobody else did, or like any like, I'm gonna immediately think you're a fucking liar. You know what I mean? Like nobody would tell that story that I know. Like, tell me about how you flipped the fucking side by side and almost drowned in a shit trench. You know what I mean? Like, tell me about the time you almost roasted your fucking FO with an AT4, but the only thing that saved you was you didn't pull the fucking shipping pin out. Like, um, tell me like, there's a lot of like fun war stories, you know, that like capture what it's like, which is like chaos stupidity just randomness like that's fun but like most war stories that are told as war stories are lies like they're usually told by liars like (laughs) if you don't if it doesn't invoke like a laugh or you to just be like jesus that's fucked up then it's not a real story How, how did she respond to that she, I mean, she got to where she can kind of spot it. Like, yeah. she's talking to enough of them. Yeah, like, she can kind of tell now. A little bit. That's cool. Congratulations but, on that, by the way. Man, well, she, I've, I've been blessed. Like, she volunteered even before she met me at, like, Walter Reed and still, oh, wow. like, Yellow Ribbon Fund and all that back in the day. That's cool. That's, chick. That's cool. Yeah. But she's also been, I mean, she's met some of our friends and she's met some of my army buddies and so yeah she's in for it man she's well versed at this point yeah <laughs> this poor lady <laughs> this poor lady <laughs> god bless her <laughs> i think um, she knew what she's getting into but she does now yeah it's a, it's a little late for that party it's a, right. the, the check's been cashed so uh yeah um i think there's one other thing i want let me let me go back to my little my little folder here the grandpa folder it's fucking all my mean tweets. Yeah, no, I told people well, not I to mean, prepare for the apocalypse, not to do anything. I think this one was a little different. Actually, no, it wasn't from you. It was, um, I think Terry, good old Terry Shepard, quoted this guy earlier, and I was just curious if you saw it. Um, it was about C.S. Lewis. Okay. Um, Didn't see it. Okay. Well, he quoted this guy. The account is Old Books Guy, which so that's okay. for me. This guy, Josh Delani, looks like runs this old books guy account. And he's talking about 
so on the cusp of World War II, he gave this lecture at Oxford University in 1939. His response was to the question, does beauty matter when bombs start falling? <clears throat> and my favorite one, well, he had a few. Um, it was, I'm trying to phrase this properly. He's basically saying, so the permanent human situation is endless strife, chaos, and pain. Human life has always been lived on the edge of a precipice. Human culture has always had to exist on the, under the shadow of something infinitely more important than itself. That's the quote. And then he said, yet yeah, culture still breaks out. And if we have waited for peace to create art, the first cave painting would still not be made. Always some imminent danger quote is looking more important than culture. Mm. And I thought that was some really cool shit because it, 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 it got me thinking. He's like, also, he talks about, this is why like, in war, men still comb their hair or they just read a book or like whether it's good or bad. And I was like, I thought about mm -hmm. that. I read more books in the 16 fucking months I was in Iraq than I've ever read in my life. And I can't even tell you what half of them fucking were. Mm -hmm. I just picked up whatever was there. That's why Dude, I was like, rooms were just full of stupid ass books. And I'd pick them up. I believed in God. I studied the Bible. That's like cool. I was, yeah, I was like really, yeah, I was like, I, I, I was like a monk. It was like the best time. And and talk about appreciating beauty. Like I would see things and think they were meant for me. You know? Like I had like the weird connection to the world then that I don't have now. You, I think you about notice that. this? Oh, so I still see this clear as day in my mind. It was when we started our convoy in towards Baghdad. Because we started at night, obviously, right? And then I just remember the sun starting to come up. And we were well into Iraq at this point. And I just remember looking off to the right um, and noticing how big those fucking palm trees were. Did you ever notice that? Yeah, they're big. I never noticed how big palm, and I'm from Florida. Like I see palm oh, yeah. my whole life. Those date palms, like are fucking yeah. huge. We Yeah, we lived next to what they called Sherwood Forest in Baghdad. Okay. And so like we used to have to pull guard on this gigantic fucking forest and yeah, those date palms are gigantic. Dude. Fucking massive. And I never saw, like, that's one of my, like, most clear, th and you're talking mm -hmm. about, like, the things that you would realize or recognize as beauty that you never would before. And I was like, that's, like, the first memory I have of Iraq was, like, oh, my, these fucking things are huge. Right. No. Yeah, I, I had all kinds of, I was superstitious. I mean, I'm still very superstitious. But, like, back then, man, I felt very connected to the world and would find like all kinds of shit beautiful that like now I'd look back and like what the fuck's wrong with you like you on drugs <laughs> you know what I mean but I was on a drug like I was like I was convinced I wasn't going to that war so I was like I was really are you really you, you... The... yeah man I didn't think I was going to that war you thought you were going to live through that war um so when I got there I was twenty two yeah and like I told you, I think I, I said this to you before. So we were there for, oh, I, like we the start, right? And yeah. I just remember getting in the bag. Because that was like the hairiest time. I would have thought that like for certain I wouldn't have made it to that. Well, when we got to Baghdad, we didn't do shit for a few months, right? And then we already talked about Paul Bremer, right? But then so mm -hmm. uh, once third ID started rotating out and first AD came in, I read that as a sign. Because mm -hmm. everything that we were told from the moment we got on the plane to leave the States to the time we touched down in Kuwait and started moving from fucking five camps in 24 hours. Oh, don't worry. We'll be home in six months. All right. Well, we got extended four times and that yeah, yeah. to 16 months. 
And so I never really had a morbid thought. And so it was like Christmas Eve. And that's like, mm. they, so we were at, we were on BIAP at the time, the Baghdad International Airport. And they gave us like this mass, like everyone has to pull guard Christmas Eve because we're expecting like this battalion sized insurgent attack on the Baghdad airport, right? Fucking Christmas. Yeah, like Christmas Eve, right? And I still like yeah. I have a picture of my buddy because you know, we had two saws on top of a five ton, and and that was my position for my little shift. And I just remember for the first time, we're just pointed out at like this wall on this perimeter of the airfield. And that was like the first time where I was just really like, well, what if this actually does happen? Yeah. Because I flashed back to my grandfather. My grandfather was in the Korean War. And I always, I think I may have said this to you before. I've said it in group settings before. It's like, he always would tell me cool stuff. And I would come back. And I remember coming back on leave. And then I remember coming back from Iraq. And he just would like to talk. And I'm like, man, I don't have any cool fucking things to really tell you. You know, like, your guys ruined it for my generation. Like, we can't have beer. We can't do anything fucking cool. Right. <laughs> but his his earliest story was, like, he was a 19-year-old private uh, uh, in Chosan and his first night he was on the 50 cal at night and they got overrun like that's his story that's his story and so like in that little small moment of me being on top of this fucking saw looking out I was like I thought of my grandpa in that moment and that was the only time where I was like well I hope this isn't it right I hope I do the fucking right thing but that was the first time I was ever kind of scared Man, like I was like, I caught that shit early. Yeah, that well, you, were doing a, you were doing a, a different job, like, like to be like, you were doing different shit. But that was <clears> the first <throat> time. And then that was like, at, from that moment on, I was just, I never really thought about it more since or after that. I didn't really think about it. But that was the only time I was really legit scared because that was the first time someone actually sat us down and was like, this is going to happen. And nothing ever happened, but yeah, yeah. And that Barbieri kid got killed like on one of our earliest missions like we we landed in this um we're in the wrong fucking field of course because i think we had national guard aviation assets but like they dropped us in the wrong field we Shout took out. forever to, to fucking guard what up yeah like we <laughs> fucking <laughs> we um we couldn't breach the fence at the right place it was like a whole fucking thing so we missed like most of our timeline and we had this huge container yard we had to clear out. Like, and if anybody's fucking gives a shit to see where this is, if you go to my bio for the location, I say not at, and then I list coordinates. It's literally these coordinates. So you can go and see what I'm talking about. But it's this container yard in Yusufia. And it's where this Barbieri kid gets, I won't say wins because I'm fucking smart enough because he dies, but like he gets the silver star. And it was like 200-ish meters from me. And like that, when that kicked off, like I could hear it. Like it was fucking, it was obviously like our fucking small arms and theirs. And I was like, holy fuck, I'm in a war. Like it was like a weirdest, stupidest fucking thing to occur to me because I was in the war before then. Like yeah, absolutely. That, that was the moment. Like, hey, but that was when I was like, holy shit, I can actually die here. Like this is dumb. What are you doing? Like, why are you here? Yeah, you know, and like I, I don't know. That didn't leave me that much. Like I fucking pretty much, I kept, I kept feeling that like a lot of time. And I just, I was real hard on myself about mistakes. <clears throat> you know, like not in front of my soldiers and shit, but I was constantly like, I'm gonna fuck this up. Like I'm gonna do something that's like 
it's part of why I'm like so hard on like, um, you know, mental conditioning now is cause like those bad thought patterns and stuff like I had to get out of, but yeah. And that war, man, I was too often like, I'm not going to make it just didn't see, it just seemed too random. You know what I mean? And I was a lead truck driver, like always for my platoon. Like, cause I had the, do you remember the stupid Rhino? Yeah. Do you remember that yeah, thing? The EFP setter offer? Yeah. Like, yeah, they put that on my, so I had that in the Duke, right? Oh, in the Duke. Nice. Okay. In the Duke. And so it was like, they were like, and I, and I went to way too many, uh, like ID sites where like I would go to the truck that was hit and the fucking Duke would be flipped on. And I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, dude, I was flipping through pictures the other day. Uh, Cause my buddy actually gave me some and there was a picture of a fucking one of our sister companies that got hit and two guys got killed. Like we had responded to that one and like, yeah, the dude that got smoked, like his fucking his ECM were on, you know what I mean? Like for all the good it did him. And so like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I had to me, like there was some curb somewhere, you know, there was some somewhere in Baghdad was a corner or a road or a pile of trash or something that was just going to fucking turn me into mush. That's what I was certain of. And then it didn't. And then it didn't. You went once or twice? Huh? Did you go twice or once? Technically twice. Okay. Because, like, we went to Afghanistan on, like, a pretty short notice deployment. We came back for nine months. We went and did that torch mission. Okay. We came back for, I actually came back early because I got a Red Cross message. I came back like two weeks early. Um, so I was back and then my unit came back and they were back for six days. And then we went to the surge. So like, really, we weren't back that long. Yeah. I almost always say like, kind of, it was one deployment, but it was two. Okay. Too. But most like, so you didn't really have too many crazy experiences in Afghanistan. Afghanistan, I was in S2. I was on a tactical human team or assisting one, I should say. I wasn't on it. So I worked in S2 and yeah, I didn't do shit. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Like, I was in S2. Like, <laughs> I, I fucking helped people with their clearances. I took Check some patrol weapon. debriefs. I made a few fucking slides. Every now and then I'd give a battlefield update brief. Um, but mostly I was just trying to get on patrols and shit just to get out of the fucking wire. Cause I was, a, I was 11 Bravo, but yeah. it wasn't being an 11 Bravo and it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> well, but. then you got to realize it though, at least. Um, yeah. Right. Then yeah. I wished I was fucking back at S2. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, fuck dude, I had, I had way more, I had way better muffins and rippets. <laughs> maybe, do you ever think that maybe that's where you were, should have been anyway? Like some Intel dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you're very I, I almost I almost reclassed like after yeah. that experience. I really like I got the bug. It's funny because I've actually got the coist like operational reference guide right here. That's how big of a nerd I am. You're ready to go back, huh? You got time left. You got time left. Got your military age. You're actually younger than you think. You know, I I bet if standards keep dropping, <laughs> I can go back. I can go back soon. If I can probably be the company. Probably be the company PT record holder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of which, that's just another funny. Mm, yeah. yeah. 
but you assure me that your kids are all right. So I'm going to take your word for that. Cause I believe it. I think so. I think they're going to be all right. I think they'll be all right too. It's just, you know, maybe unfortunately they need a little way. Everyone needs a wake up call once in a while. So I just don't want it to be what we talked about at the start of this though. I don't need anybody. I don't going. want any more war. I don't need more bullshit. I, don't either, dude. I just, just thought, I also like, it was that thing I said the other day, like, I know people are like, well, you almost did. It's true. But um, just like, imagine dying for somebody else's country. Like that was my response to that dude laying himself on fire. It's like, what are you doing? Like, And not even in a significant way. Like the biggest thing about that kid that still bothers me is just how pointless it was. It was. It, it didn't, it didn't slow down the fighting over there for one second. Like they didn't stop shooting to even look over. Like they probably don't even didn't. know. They don't, they don't and wouldn't give a fuck anyway if they did. Oh, great. You know? Some fucking like, idiot set himself on fire and now he's dead. It's like, yeah. Like, there's a life gone for no fucking reason. Right. And, like, what would have happened if instead, like, he would have, like, had an NCO or somebody, like, just taking interest in him? Maybe maybe put those dim sock fucking weirdos in a box, you know? And, like, let's go outside and touch grass. Like, yeah. You know? Maybe got on some happy pills or started lifting weights. You I know, was, I think met a met a nice lady, yeah. you know, who was like, hey, like, why don't we have sex instead of you being weird all the time? Like, if that would have fucking happened instead, like he wouldn't have turned into some crispy critter outside of an embassy. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. No, I think you, you made a good point. Like, you know, we we need to just lift more. Just fucking do physical activities. Dude, I'm going to tell you what I did, like, because I haven't lost, like, a ton of weight since you've seen me, but I've lost some. And I just fucking walk. Like, me and the wife oh, just yeah, go for a walk. <clears throat> like, just go for a walk. Like, you don't even have to go that far. No. If you just walk, like, three and a half miles a day, yeah. which you can do very easily. Very easily. In one, in one you can do hour. do it on a Costco trip. I've done it. Right. <laughs> 100%. Like, you can do – I've done it at the, the fucking airports. Even little oh, airports. shit airports. Like, yeah, airports. I was in, like, Nashville Airport or some place that's, like, barely even got electricity. And I could fucking get my steps in there. Like um, – very true. I mean, that's yeah. how I lost the, the 20 pounds – well, not 20, about, like, 15 when I first got out here. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was just walking eight miles a day because of my work. And then I would still go to the gym after because I still have to do that. Like, it's I what your body's do. made to do. Yeah. Honestly, your body's not made to lift, and it's not really That's made true. to run and ride bikes and do all this crazy shit. Good point. It is made to walk a lot though, and it's <laughs> not that bad for you. And it's pretty hard to fuck yourself up walking. <laughs> like if people would just walk, they'd probably be a lot better off. Like very good. But point. you know, lifting is better. I it think. is. It is takes shorter. Like walking takes a long think, time. And I think men. I think it's important. Like, but you know, I do. The fuck do I, 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 I my my goal is like, and I learned it all from my father. But like, I'm just, I'm never gonna listen to a doctor that tells me to not lift this or not do. I'm just gonna do it until I'm dead. That's my goal. Most, if you see an old cat in the gym, what's he look like? Does he look bad? Nope. Most time he looks better than the other dudes his he age. Looks, yeah, like I've seen. That's all you have to know. And almost every one of those dudes are cooler than the other guys his age. And that's the other thing you need also to know. True. Also true. Like he's going to be he's gonna make younger it. looking and he's going to have a better attitude because he gets that shit out. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, that's the that's he, thing. And my brother's the same way. He's like, he gets his outlifting as well, but he's also like, he's a fucking trains MMA and all that stuff. Like that's his thing. He's like, dude, I have to, if I don't do this stuff, 
it's not going to be good for the people around me that I actually care about. Like that's what I makes it normal. But that's what, true. yeah. And I'm the same way. Like I, I don't. It's not even a thought. It has to happen. You do a lot though. You're more than any. I don't. I don't even work out that much, bro. I'm just saying. Like, no, it has to though. Like it, at least six days. I have like, to be, like I don't. I don't think yeah. like oh shit. I, like it. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it's, it. Every, like there's no. I feel miserable if I sit around all day and don't do something. Like I feel like I failed myself. Like I gotta go do something. My wife's like this. It drives me fucking nuts. Like <laughs> I could live the rest of my life just chilling out. I don't have to do shit. I'm not a busy person by nature. I always hang out with busy people though. So it like fucks yeah. it for me. Okay. But yeah, she's the same thing. She's like a, it's like a Malinois or something, you know, like yeah. they have to be walked. Like you can't yeah. keep one of those as a pet. Like, no, not they'll go all. insane. I'm, they'll tear up and, shit. They'll go yeah. nuts. They'll make you oh, nuts. Like, I first met those fuckers in Kuwait. We had to like, like yeah. only E7s could inspect or above can inspect like the, the, the dog crates. And I went into that room with like 14 Malinois and crates and they just went nuts when I walked in. So like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. good. I don't, I don't want to get it. No, I'm not dealing with these fucking right, right. Those things. Are sure. But no, like, that's like, that's the kind of dog, like, that's the kind of dog you are. <laughs> like, you have to, like, you have to be walked. Like, you have to, like, be busy. To be like, yeah, because if you don't, like, if you don't get out and get your shit, like, then you're going to go nuts. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something stupid start, myself every day. I'm gonna have to if we don't, if we don't get you out running, then you're going to chew up, like, the couch cushions or something. <laughs> I like that. All right, that's a good place to end it, man. I appreciate you hanging. Mm-hmm. I know it's a little well. I don't know if it's even late for you. I just know you had to do it at this time. I don't know. If I you... just had a. I just had a like a quad espresso. I'm gonna be good for the next like five that's hours. Legit. Well, I gave up coffee for Lent, so I'm looking forward to yeah. bringing it back. But drinking the hell out of mint tea. I love mint tea. So... Mint tea's good. We can dig it. And I double. Oh, thanks for having it. me, man. I double dip it with green tea, so I still get caffeine at least. But smart. Yeah, no, it's always good to talk to you. And like, we are geographically closer now. So we should hang out. Yeah, I do do see you pop up into the area to watch your beloved Ravens once in a while. So occasionally I do. Yes, sir. All right, man. Yeah, well, I'll I'll touch base with you. You're not far. Like I said, I'm kind of closer than you think once I do certain things on the weekend. All right, dude. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. Yeah. The Grumpa on Twitter. If you find, or whatever the fuck it's called. All right. We're good.